So you qualify. Man, never ran with crows in his hand and won't stop rocking till he clocked on a gazillion grand. Tilling the wasteland sands, raps on backs of track. We starting the year off right. Fan, he rests on his ashes. Ask him after 10 miles and his galashes smash his stashes. Chip on his shoulder with a slip on holster, a clip, a fold. Rest in peace, MF Doom. Supposed to know the show with his aura glow. Get from out the road when he get dough is horrible. Time is money, spend way, save, invest the fest. The 10 case of cave of chicken chest S. Yes, y'all, the double get your trickles. The best ball is pitching and rub to get a nick. Happy 2021. It's changed the price again. It go up each time he blow up like hydrogen. Billing here, have him shrilling in fear. It won't stop top billing till he a gazillion. Let's go. Stare. Yeah, your boy had drama. Got him on the mental plane. Avoided bad karma. <laughs> We not playing with y'all this year. This week sometimes, flare it in your Jeep so your peoples can stare at them rhymes. Real rhymes, not your everyday hologram. Even when lips was touched, you never swallowed the ham. You'd rather eat a sand sandwich salad. It might need salt like your man's bland ballad. A lot of stuff happens that the news won't tell you. Blues on L juice, snooze all hell loose. Break it, take it like the good, the bad, the ugly. Break it rolling through your hood in the caddy buggy. Butter softy, leather, flossy, fatty, juggy. Always threw me off when she told me daddy. I'm like any who's seeds walking all out in the street without any shoes. Scared of a bunch of water, get out the rain. Order a rapper for lunch and spit out the chain. Then kick a lunny off the tip of his timbo. Trick a honey dip into a game of strip limbo. Is a nod to a blind horse. Rest in peace, we miss you already, man. Source never knew the price of ice or what swine cost. One guy tried to bite the heat, discovered the other, other white meat. Oh, the one they hate so well. Y'all can't stand right here. In his right hand was your man's worst nightmare. We're not playing with y'all 2020. So rhymes like Tom. The one who mostly keep cash and brag about the broke of 2021. Just happy to see me trick. Classical slapstick rappers need chapstick. A lot of them sound like they in a talent show. So I give them something to remember like the Alamo. Tally ho, a hot joker like Space Game. Came back for five years laying the stage. Feel it blocks all logic spot and see shocks a biological clock. When I hit it, slid it to the shit, I thought I killed a goose. Rest in peace. MF Doom. Alright, y'all. Ho- hope y'all enjoyed that that mix by DJ Figgy Fig yes, on the sir. ones and twos. Special RIP MF Doom mix. Uh, and yeah, we got a whole lot to react to, man. A whole lot happened during our little two-week hiatus after the year's end. Um, unfortunately, we learned uh, on New Year's Eve, actually, that MF Doom died on Halloween, apparently. According to his wife, October 31st, uh, apparently he had passed away and we were not made aware until New Year's Eve. Yeah. Which is very they're very MF Doomish for it, us to not. This nigga been is. dead for two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but months. that dog, this of oh, two two months, my bad. But yeah, the, the, the news fucked me up, man. How how do you feel? I, I don't know because I don't think we really talk about MF Doom on this podcast much. He don't really drop a lot of music. He hasn't done a solo project in a while. Mm-hmm. But personally, he was one of my favorite rappers, man. So. Mm. How how do you feel when you heard this news? Um, it it really hurt me, man. It really hurt, and especially the timing of it. You know, we I know it's 
real cliche, and it, honestly, it's kind of stupid when people say, "Oh yeah, can't wait to the next year." You know, yeah. like it's like everything about to be white clean. <laughs> <laughs> everything like you start over, but I don't, it, we was just we was really tired of twenty twenty. We was ready for twenty twenty one just to, I guess, start a clean slate. And to go out like that, it's like, damn, man! Like the the last day of the year, we almost made. Like, I I don't know what would be worse if he died on the thirty first or New Year's if 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 that news came out. So uh, it 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 really hurt. He was one of my favorite rappers too. He was to me, he was kind of in that Wu Tang ish type of yeah vibe. So um, he was definitely one of my favorites, and man, it, he did go out in an MF Doom way. Died on Halloween and was announced on uh, December 31st. So, yeah, man, rest in peace to MF Doom. Yeah, man, it it, it hurt to find out. Um, and I, I can respect the fact that the family didn't really want to, you know, talk about it and maybe until they were ready. So I understand it. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it really fucked me up for that New Year's Eve, man. Honestly, it did. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, he was one of my favorite rappers. Um, I was always looking for. There was always hope that he was going to drop a follow up to Mad Villain with Mad Lib. You know, there was always the rumors. Mad Lib does the interviews, and they always ask him about the follow up to Mad Villainy. And Mad Lib always said, "Like I got the beats ready, and that Doom just got to come spit over them." Yeah. So there was always hope that there were going to be one more time. And they, I don't know. Mad Lib hasn't reacted yet, so it's possible. Yeah. I'm not. I have nothing to go off of, but maybe they were cooking something up before he pa- before he passed. Yeah, but. That's the rumors now. Rumors that they might have a project um, that was in the works. So it's possible, man. Like he, we don't. We don't, he was a very mysterious guy. Yeah, and we don't know what I heard. He was working on something with Flying Lotus too. Mm-hmm. At one point, I think Flying Lotus admitted that as well. So very sad day for hip hop, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you ain't on MF Doom, like it's a good time to check him out. Start with, you know, it's not for everybody. I'll say that much. His his style is not for everybody. It took me a long time to really come around to appreciate his music. When he first came out around like the early 2000s, I was like, who is this nigga in the fucking <laughs> mask rapping nonsense over these ball over these beats, man? <laughs> but he he was very very influential for the new generation in a lot of ways we don't really appreciate until really just now, mm-hmm. you know, like it, think about how he came out. He was, he said, fuck a hook when <laughs> he came out with his solo shit, man. Yeah. Uh, he, he was fucking two minute long skits of old cartoons and shit, like a, yeah. a bunch of crazy stuff in his records, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Instrumentals with no rapping at all. Yeah. Two minute songs. Nobody did two minute songs back in the early two thousands, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now everybody does it for streaming to juke the streaming numbers. But he was the first one. He said, "Fuck it, this song gonna be a minute, just one verse, and that's all you getting." Yeah. Yeah. So he he influenced the game in a lot of ways, man. It's very unfortunate, and, and that's not even speaking on his, you know, work with KMD and Zev Love X back in the early nineties. Um, meeting Easy E and Tupac, like all this shit. He he was hip hop, man. MF Doom was hip hop. He was MF Doom ca- encapsulated the soul of hip hop, man. Very creative dude. 
Um, and yeah, RIP, dog. We really gonna miss him. Um, it's uh, hopefully he got some unreleased stuff we gonna hear in the near future. But yeah, RIP, MF Doom, man, and, and you yeah. know, prayers to his family and whatnot. Yeah, so. the the one thing I appreciated from him was, um, I know we probably seen the video circle circulating around, but yeah. him explaining why the ma- why he wears his why he started wearing the mask. And he pretty much said, hey, I, I don't want it to be about what I look like. I want people to judge me on the audio, on the music, yep. strictly the music. Like, it don't matter what I look like. If the music is good, support it. You know, play that shit. Because he, he also mentioned how it, it, I guess hip hop got a little flashy where it's all about the looks. And he wanted to keep it about the music. And how could you how could you not respect that? Like, especially especially in rap man where it's all about the flashiness it's all about putting yourself out there like that that's more common in like i guess indie rock and stuff like that people don't want to be too big but in rap like everybody wants to blow up in rap basically mm-hmm. you know even even the conscious rappers on some level want to be mainstream yeah he was one of the very few people who was like fuck the mainstream man i'm staying underground he didn't even want his face on the cover of mad villainy <laughs> you know, if you look up, like he actually fought against that. He didn't want his face to be anywhere seen, but every they they convinced him like this album cover is hard, man. We got to go with this one, mm-hmm. and he was convinced to actually put his face on the Mad Villainy, one of the best albums. Period. Plus the cover art, man, just a great project overall. Period. Yeah, put Mad Lib on the map as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to respect somebody who who in a in a genre where it's all about putting yourself out there. And being flashy and being, you know, uh, uh, seen in the seen as a the point man. Being he was a guy who, yeah, a guy who was intentionally mysterious, man, intentionally mysterious. And, and some of the shit he got away with, like having <laughs> imposters at a show. Yeah, we would kill, we would kill anybody for doing some shit like that. But for <laughs> him, it kind of fit the gimmick, man. That's a crazy yeah. thing. It's like he's a super villain. Of course, he's gonna do some shit like that, man. Yeah, damn. So. Yeah, rest in peace, man. Rest it, in peace, yeah. MF Doom. Man, yeah. I, I I was about to say it probably won't be another person like him, but honestly, it probably is somebody like that that's undiscovered, who's underground, that you know might be influenced by him. So I I just yeah, man. I, yeah, listen to the music, man. It's it's, yeah. it's really good. It's time to me. It's timeless. You can you could go back and listen to it if you're a big fan of hip hop. Check him out. I agree, man. I think the closest we have to him now is Earl Sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. You know, Earl Earl is a guy who could have went more mainstream. You know, he was in the Odd Future clique, but he really and some of his more recent music I didn't like when it first came out, but I've gone back to it, man, and it's actually really creative and inspiring. So mm-hmm. uh, he's probably the closest we got, but even he, you know, is not. There will never be another MF Doom. Yeah, he I, was kind of like old dirty bastard. There's never gonna be another <laughs> MF Doom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, rest in peace. We could do a, I could do a whole podcast talking about MF Doom, man. Yeah, so did um like um pulling the curtain back. I text y'all in the group chat saying, you know, if you knew was that the breaking news for you? Was that it was time? to me? Mm. It was to me, yeah. Because I had I took a little social media break for the holidays, man. Mm. Like I I just logged off of everything. I spent time with my family, and I was just really trying to reset. So I wasn't paying attention to any news that was going on. So, yeah, you text me that. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? 
<laughs> so I log on and like everybody's talking RIP MF Doom and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Fucked up my day, man. But yeah, yeah, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. It's like yeah. I want I was gonna find out. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, it's just it sucked being the person that gotta <laughs> tell somebody that so and so died. You know what I mean? It, yeah. I, I just hate being that person. But no, I mean, like, we gonna find out, man. So I, I don't hold it against anybody for telling, yeah. like, I'm glad you told me. Yeah. Because yeah, I was gonna find out, but yeah, it it sucked, man. Um, mm-hmm. What a way to end 2020, like you said. But we in a new year, and also some other RIPs, real quick too, man. Because we lost some other people as well. Uh, we lost Ozone, the guy who played. Uh, his name was Sh- he went by Shabba something. I think oh, yeah, Shabadoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shabadoo. He played. Uh, he played Ozone and Breaking and Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. He passed away, I think, the day before um, New Year's Eve, so the thirtieth, I believe. He we found out he had died, and also Ecstasy from Houdini. Yeah, yeah, passed away right. as well. Yeah, rest in peace. That yeah, was that was, was kind of shocking too. That was shocking yeah. to me. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. Houdini was a dope group, man. I feel like their music, a lot of '80s rap, has not really aged that well. But I feel like their music aged pretty well, dog, in terms of like 80s music, you know, yeah. 80s rap, at least. It didn't sound too corny. Like it sounded this corny, but in a fun way. Yeah. But they, they were one of the first like kind of more raw rappers, too, in terms of like, you know, being a little more vulgar than the usual one. So, yeah, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Ecstasy, man. Houdini was a dope group. So, yep. yeah. Man. Uh, sad, sad end of the year for hip hop, man. Unfortunate. It was, man. But uh, it's new year, new year, new us, and of course we rocking with you again on your Jim the Juice podcast, man. And we do have some some bright spots to talk about. We got to react to a whole lot of stuff, and we gonna get you up to date on all the ongoing things that are going on. But right now, but first. Got to check in with our resident COVID survivor, Figgy, <laughs> man. We, we doing it old school again. It's just me and Figgy today. Yeah. So I want to check in with you, man. How you doing? I know you've recovered a little bit, but how how is the uh, COVID experience and how are you feeling right now? Right now, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I'm not sick. I still have some of the symptoms, though. I still, ha- you know, I, I got a cough and um, that that's probably going to linger on for a couple months. And ain't no telling. But I still got a cough. Um, I've been real fatigued. That's that's one of the symptoms that probably gonna linger on for a little bit. And the the one thing that's really bothering me is the shortness of breath. I never had asthma, never had health problems, breathing problems, and the COVID pretty much gave me shortness of breath. So I can't even uh, walk real fast down the hallway. Otherwise, I'd be out of breath and have to chill. So that's the part to suck about it. But the overall, if I had to grade the overall experience of having COVID, I would probably, that would be like a grade F. Like that was, COVID was so bad for me, man. I don't even remember the last podcast we did. <laughs> like I was that out of it. I had a fever, a nonstop fever for like two weeks. I was in and out the ER like three different times. It was, it was terrible, man. Like I, like I'm not even saying this tongue in cheek, but I literally thought I was gonna die. <laughs> mm. I, I thought that was it, man. I just remember. Um, I want to say it was a Friday night. I was laying there, and my wife, my wife went to the hospital. She w- she was sick where she felt like she had to go to the hospital. I was so sick I didn't even want to go. 
That's how sick I was. I was too sick to get up and get in the car and sit around and wait at the hospital. So I'm just like, nah, I'm gonna just sleep. I'm gonna just lay here. And that night, man, I, I, man, I thought that was it, man. Um, I, my dog was there, and he kept like kind of walking back and forth. And I'm just like, man, let me put him up because I don't know if I'm gonna make it tonight. Oh man, and, like I, it, it got to the point where it was my my wife was gone most of the night because she was in the hospital, and I. I I did not go to sleep. I was low-key scared to go to sleep because I thought that would be it. So I stayed up the whole night. <laughs> just Did I, you have some text prepared just in case some shit happened, man? Because I, I always think about that. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> mm. I didn't. It really would have been messed up. And honestly, I didn't want to text nobody and let them know because my family's already worried because mm-hmm. I'm all the way down in Houston and there was nothing they could really do about it. But... It was, man, it was it was it was so bad, man. Like I was just like, man, please get me through this. Like I do not want to go out like this. And uh, on top of the symptoms of me being hot, cold, hot, cold, sweat, out, nonstop sweating. It was, it, man, it was terrible. That sucks, man. Like it, it, it sucks to hear you went through it. And that's the weird thing about COVID, man. It's like it hits people differently. You know, you hear some people have it and they just have, you know, basically it's like the flu is here for a week and then it's gone. Yeah. But it, but some people get it. And it's like you, man, where it's like they think they're about to go. And yeah, it, it sucks, man. It sucks that you had to go through that. Uh, but I'm glad you're feeling better now. Hopefully those residual symptoms go away soon. Yeah. And yeah, man, we're glad to have you because like this shit's serious, man. Don't listen yeah. to the fucking hotel with a kufi on telling you this shit is fucking yeah. some conspiracy that ain't real. Yeah, it's like, a this hoax. shit's real, man. Yeah, yeah. this niggas have, are dying from this shit, literally. Like yeah. it's killing people. Yeah, and I'm tired of hearing the people that's like, oh, well, uh, you're younger, so it won't affect you. And all. no, like mm-hmm. I don't even, I never had health problems before. My wife got health problems. I never had health problems. And it hit me worse than it hit her. So, yeah. like, it's you really, it's really no telling how it will hit you. So, the best thing to do is wear wear masks, be safe, be smart about it. Like, don't think it's you know it's about to be like a little cold or a little flu. Like, you really gotta protect yourself because you, it's no telling how it it can affect you. Yeah. And we were talking too, uh, like you said, you were going to the ER, man. Like there's nothing anybody can do for you really once you have it. Yeah. It just really sucks, man. You know, a, a lot of cases when you get real sick, they can give you something. But with COVID, it's like you just got to fight through it and hope you make it basically because they ain't going to yeah. give you nothing except, you know, regular ass medicine. So yeah, Ibr- they give you ibuprofen or antibiotics mm-hmm. or something like that. But yeah, usually when you go to the hospital or something is wrong. They they will give you something for that symptom, <laughs> yeah. Man. But in this case, man, I like I all three times where I left the hospital or the urgent care, I left without knowing anything. Mm-hmm. Like 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 I left with cough medicine. I left with Tylenol. I left with um uh antibiotics, and it's like damn. Like I don't even know if this shit worked. Like and I t- I took all the medicine I took everything but it's I still felt sick like nothing was working and I th- I think uh, you know I don't want to be shitting on the hospital like oh they ain't doing their job or nothing like that 
I honestly think they don't know what to do. Yeah, they don't. And the best, uh, honestly, uh, like if I would would have known known this now, I probably would have just kept taking the medicine and rest rather than going to the hospital getting these you know expensive ass bills. Yeah, man. If I if I go to the hospital, I know it's serious. I'm like, y'all better give me some strong, give me some fucking perks, give me some coding. Like I'm gonna <laughs> die high if I'm gonna die. So fucking. Yeah. Let, let me pour up at least a little bit or something. You better give me something strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, man, it was bad, man. I, I really don't wish this on nobody. I don't, like, my worst enemy, I do not wish that on them. Because it's, it's miserable. You're fatigued. You're always tired. Uh, you don't even want to eat. I lost, like, 10 pounds during it. Damn. Yeah, it was it was really bad. <laughs> That sucks, man. I hate that you had to go through that, but I'm glad you're feeling better now. Um, podcast needs you. Station needs you. Mob Ties needs you. Yeah. Like, you're very needed in this world. We certified, so glad you man. still. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I can't die qualified. right now. Yeah. I can't, nah. I can't die right now. I'm not qualified. <laughs> it just got qualified. Yeah, you can't, man. You can't. We got a whole lot to do with the Mob Ties organization. So, yeah, we're just getting started. But glad to have you here, man. Glad you're you're feeling better. And yeah, we're just going back to power through this, man. Um, COVID is real out here. Everybody be safe. Everybody don't listen to your fucking local conspiracy theorists about this shit being a scam. It's just real, man. Mm -hmm. So take the proper precautions and be safe out there, everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk about some releases. I don't know if anything is really released in we, general, wait, we got to talk about the album, about, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> the most, I'm getting to it, man. The most anticipated album of the year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this this was going to be the oh, album we man. had to come back from Christmas break. <laughs> we gonna have to. We was we were supposed to talk about this album on Christmas Day. We was gonna do a special oh, podcast man. just for this album. <laughs> My man, my man Ryan Rocket been defending this dude all year long. I don't know what you're talking we, about, we man. Got, we, I don't recall any of this. We got to break. I don't recall it. We got to break every track down to this album. Fuck that. <laughs> we we could talk about this for about three minutes and move on. Okay, so. Playboy Cardi did finally release a whole lot of red. Uh, he released it on Christmas Day, as it would, I think DJ Academics was the one who broke that news. Apparently, executive produced by Kanye West. Uh, okay, so yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I knew we were in trouble. The the Cardi the Cardi stands were in trouble when I heard Playboy Cardi's most recent music, man. Like it mm-hmm. sounded strange, it sounded different, and I was officially worried when the Pain 1993 verse came out, and that was a cool song. Like the beat was cool, I still bumped that song. Drake's verse was cool, but mm-hmm. Cardi sounded weird and not like the normal weird Cardi. He sounded like he sounded trash. Yeah. And then he dropped the single "Man," which was an awful song, I thought, <laughs> and I was officially worried about the stats of Whole Lot of Red. Mm. Uh, he had been trolled by Mario Judah, which I think was, I mean, people are acting like that shit was serious. I think they were their friends in real life. Yeah. And that was some kind of like collaboration promo because Mario Judah re- released a version of a whole lot of red, <laughs> like a week before Cardi dropped his. Mm. 
So I think that whole thing was just collaborative promo. But Cardi did release this album. <sighs> it's terrible. Like, okay, right. here's my reactions. <laughs> <laughs> so give, give a great I, at the end of at the end of your reaction. Give a great and scale to it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I was a uh, a Cardi fan. I, I I bumped his music. I want to say a few years ago when he was still with Awful Records. When he was with Father and all them people, uh, I, I knew of him then. I would say I became a definite fan by the time Die Lit came out. You know, I mm-hmm. think that was a great album. Yeah. Uh, but this one was highly anticipated because of the leaks. The mm-hmm. leaks that came out were amazing sounding. And when I heard these leaks, I was like, okay, a whole lot of red going to be hot. Uh, Die Lit dropped in 2018. It's been two years. Cardi's life has changed quite a bit. He had a baby with I- Icky Azalea, who they have now apparently split up. Yeah. And apparently he is being alleged being a deadbeat dad or whatever. Yeah. It's funny how all so, that came out on Christmas yeah. the day his album dropped. <laughs> <laughs> or the day, it actually started the day before. It was Christmas Eve. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that and was she, a little interesting. I think Iggy just likes being in the spotlight for whatever reason, man. Because yeah. for all this time, she was saying, you know, when they broke up, she was like, well, Cardi's been all in his in his son's life. He's a good dad, all this stuff. Nothing but good things. Then suddenly on the night of his album release party, it's like, oh, he's out there with another bitch while I'm taking care of his kid. He hasn't seen his kid in months. Mm-hmm. And suddenly all the negative stuff comes out right before his album comes out. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. I, I think Iggy just likes being in the spotlight for whatever reason. So Yeah, because we never talked about Iggy at all. <laughs> I don't think we talked about her at all. So no. So once this happened, it's like, okay. Now now ain't nobody hear the album yet. But it's like, all right, now you doing all this right before his album drop. Exactly. So that's how I took it. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was her trying to get some spotlight, too. She was Suddenly he was a bad dad, and suddenly he was playing PS5 on the day that she, the, the son was born, apparently. Yeah. I don't even know if the PS5 was even out by then, but whatever. <laughs> so we hear all these allegations. I'm like, okay, I don't know if this is like some kind of promo thing, or she yeah. just wants to be in the spotlight a little bit. Yeah, the other well, the, the other thing is like I'm not even surprised, man. Like you let Playboy Cardi hit <laughs> and have a and had a baby with him. Like, like don't sit here and cry about it now. Like, I, I don't know, man. On, on some level, I kind of feel bad for Iggy because she just gets tossed around by these rappers, dog. <laughs> Remember, she was dating ASAP Rocky at first. She had ASAP Rocky tatted on her fingers, man. Yeah. Like she loved that nigga. And then he threw her away. Nick Young, of course, we all know what happened there. He got mm-hmm. ratted out by his own teammate for sleeping around on her. Yeah, they was engaged. He got, <laughs> yeah. So like she she he basically tossed her away. And now Playboy Cardi, who had been with her for a while now, I guess he fucking around on her too and said he he done. Even with the kid. Even yeah. with the kid, he's like, uh. Eh. <laughs> so yeah I, I've been delaying talking about the music but I guess we finally have to yeah. talk about this shit <laughs> so I, I list I skimmed through the album on Christmas day or cr- the, the night when Christmas Christmas Eve it came out like midnight mm-hmm. so I skimmed through it I, I, I didn't realize I didn't hear any of the leaks except for like two songs were on it and it sounded like my worst fears <laughs> for what this album might sound like so 
at that point, I hit y'all in the group text. I said, yo, this album is awful. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned it off. I went to bed. A few weeks later, I gave it a new listen because I did hear some Playboy Cardi fans uh, uh, praise it and say, hey, he's just evolving his sound. Hey, it's, it's actually pretty good. You guys are just hating because it doesn't sound like old Cardi. So I go, okay. I, I bumped the whole thing again, man. And I stand firm in my belief that this album is terrible. <laughs> oh, man. This album is not good. And there's I'm not saying there's no good songs. There are good songs on it. But Card, I don't know what the fuck he was doing for two years. If This is the album we got. Yeah. For two years waiting for this album to drop. It sounds like this album was made in two weeks. Mm. Yeah, like, would, it sounds... Hey, if Kanye was the <laughs> executive <laughs> Fair enough. That, that ain't too far-fetched. Fair enough. <laughs> the production does not sound good. I had to look at the producer list, but I know, I don't think there's maybe one Pierre Bourne beat on it, and that's it. Yeah, it might be two, or two yeah. songs. Yeah. And those are probably the best songs on the album. And I think he did the Neon song, but uh, yeah, it, it does not... And the thing is, Playboy Cardi has always been kind of carried by the production, mm-hmm. you know? So when his production is bad... His music sounds really bad. Yeah. I have to say it. His voice, I don't know if this nigga's been smoking cigarettes, <laughs> but it sounds like he has emphysema, man. Like his voice sounds very raspy now. And mm-hmm. it sounds like I don't know what the fuck is going on. It sounds like he might have a lung cancer. Maybe he had COVID when he was recording this album <laughs> because his voice sounds terrible now. Um, and of course, lyrically, I ain't, I ain't gonna rate it lyrically because Cardi be talking about bullshit. You know yeah. what it is. It's, it's, yeah, I'm not gonna rate it lyrically, but sound wise, man, like it, this album is bad. <laughs> I, I, I could go down the tracks, but it's just the Kanye West verse too. Okay, there are some guest features on it as well. I'm sorry, I'm going off, but I'm, mm. these th- these thoughts just keep popping in my head. I got to get it out. Yeah, the Kanye West song. Uh, sidebar, I guess Kanye West has dropped the Jesus religious act at this point and he is back to making secular music because number one, play, you can't tell me God approves of Playboy Cardi music, man. Yeah, you just nah. can't. Yeah, You can't. And his verse, even though he didn't curse on his verse, Kanye West didn't. Like it sounds like old Kanye. Yeah. You know, it don't sound like the Jesus is king. I'm saved now. Con Kanye. Yeah. It sounds like the back on my bullshit Kanye. So, uh, yeah, my next question, it probably don't make sense now, but do you think that verse was old? Possibly. But if he didn't cuss in it, I'm sure it was probably a newer um, Kanye verse or what I mean by newer is pre or, or I guess godly Kanye. No, I don't think it was old because he did mention Jesus in the verse. Mm. So, and I know that's not yeah. proof that it's new, but it sounded like new Kanye. I don't mm. think it was an old verse. Mm. And you know how Kanye is. Everything with him is new and spontaneous. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it was a new Kanye verse. It was just not a good verse. The <laughs> Kid Cudi song was pretty good, though. I'll give yeah, it that like much. That because Kid Cudi is an actual good artist who can make good music still. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else, man. Like I could go down a track list, but number one is too many fucking songs on it. Yeah, and they it, it just does not sound good. The production is not there. His voice sounds fucking weird. 
it, it is not a good album, man. I, I tried to like it. I tried <laughs> to give it a shot. I tried to be objective. Nah, man, this is not. This is way this maybe the most disappointing release of 2020. Mm. I have to say it, man. Maybe the most disappointing release of 2020 had to be a whole lot of red by Playboy Cardi. It was awful. Sounded like it was recorded in two weeks, and he just threw this shit out there like here, man. But what were your Damn. thoughts on it, man? Uh, I kind of felt the same way. I ain't think it it was as bad as you did, but. I was a little disappointed. I thought it was gonna be super fire. I heard Kanye was uh executive producer of it. Um uh, the features, he had Kanye, he had Kid Cudi Future. I thought that was solid right there. So I'm like, damn. The future you did you like the future song? I hated that song, man. T Next. I actually liked that yes. song. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the only songs I liked on here was the Kid Cudi joint, um, Teen Next with Future and um Um Die for Guy. I, I, I that's one of the songs I got in my rotation now. Okay, but um, outside of that, man, like the punk monk, just just some of these joints is kind of like, uh, like I don't know what it is. Like, may, like I figure maybe it's for a younger audience who listen to that type of shit. So that that's how I kind of took it, but. I, I really wasn't feeling it either. I, I tried to, I did, just like you, I tried to go back to it and just go through it. And it's just like, nah, skip, skip, skip. Yes. Skip. <laughs> whoa, 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 skip, skip, skip. <laughs> like, I would skip to my Lou over here, man. Oh, man. <laughs> like, so, but, the, like, even with the Kid Cudi song, I like that song, but I really don't go back to it. The t- yeah. The Teen Nets is cool. I, I actually like that song, but I don't go back to it. The only one I go back to is "Die for a Guy." So that's the that's the only one I actually play. So I mean, that, to me, that's that's a bad album if you like one song out of twenty four. Yeah, there there's some songs I think are okay, man. I like the new Neon song. I like the uh, whatever that shit's called, Tank or whatever. My fucking phone is fucked up. I can't even see the track list. But there there are a few decent songs on it. But yeah, I've heard that he went for some kind of punk rock aesthetic for this album. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's what it sounds like, but it, it just sounds lazy to me. Was it the a production little, sounds was it a little XSX Tentacion? No, because X X made good music, man. Like I'm not saying all his music was hits, but he made good music and he was more diverse. And it like he he could make a rock sound, but he could also spin off into the conscious hip hop era, like Lane. He could he was very talented in mixing genres. But this album, I guess he went for some kind of punk rock aesthetic or something. But it, it just sounds like too like trap punk, basically, you know. Yeah. But the production is just uninspired. He lost the ability to make a good hook. He mm-hmm. can't make hooks no more for whatever reason. Like mm-hmm. it. It's, it sounded very lazy. Even the album art was lazy, man. Yeah. Like, Cardi had some good album art on his last two albums. I don't know what the fuck this was. It, it looked like something that was thrown together. Like you said, the Kanye effect, maybe. Maybe he got with Kanye, and he had a week at his ranch, and they said, <laughs> let's do an album together. <laughs> and and yeah. this is what we got. Yeah, it is in North Dakota or wherever. They yes. Montana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
and we're gonna talk about Kanye because he's been in, in the news too, and apparently he is uh, going through his own little thing with the divorce, <laughs> official divorce. We'll get into that a little bit later. So you asked for a grade, man. I gotta get this fucking album an F. I was so disappointed. I was very disappointed because I was looking forward to a cla- a potential classic, man. Playboy mm-hmm. Cardi has made good music, and I think he was underrated as one of the, uh, you know new creative artist who makes good music, but this album was a huge letdown. It felt lazy, uninspired, like he just wanted wanted it to be done. He wanted to throw something out there for the end of the year. Maybe he had a a clause in his album, in his contract, where he had to release his album in 2020. Yeah. So, it was bad. It Mm. was bad. Damn, man. That's... Man, I kind of feel bad for you, man, because you've been talking about the Playboy Cardi (laughs) release all, all year. So, man, I, I, I kind of feel bad. You know what? Like, I'm not even upset because I still got the leaks, man. Mm. Like, the leak music that came out, you know, it came out in CD quality. Mm. So, I'm not even mad. Like, I got I got a Cardi playlist that'll <laughs> get me through the rough times, man. Mm. A lot of his best songs are probably going to remain unreleased. But he had, like, the Molly song was great. Skeleton was great. He had a song with Gunna that was incredible. He had a, a song called Hellcat or something that was dope. Yeah. Like he has, he has, if, if you took the leak tracks, you could make a better whole lot of red with just the unreleased shit than, than what the official one was, man. So yeah, that was going to be my next question for you. Do you think we can ever get a better Playboy Cardi album in the future? Or you think this is him? I think he is an artist who feels like he always has to evolve. So I think in terms of, and it might be just because I'm an old nigga, <laughs> but I feel like the Cardi I like is probably gone for good. Mm. You know, I think he is an artist who feels like he has to sound different every album and his sounds got to change every album. You know, Uzi was like this for a little bit, but Uzi went back to his old style. Yeah. On his, you his know, last on, album. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think Cardi is one who's just going to keep pushing forward and changing the sound up. And I think that Cardi, I appreciate it, is probably gone for good. But mm. like I said, man, I, I ain't sad about it. You know, he can do his thing. I, I'm, I can't fault an artist for wanting to evolve and change a sound. But I, I am off board. I am resigning <laughs> my post as the uh, resident uh, Playboy Cardi stand on the podcast. Man, I am retired. Damn, man. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I'm still a J stand though, man. I can't I can't not be a J stand, but Cardi, yeah. it's over. Man, rest in peace, Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck raising that white baby. That baby <laughs> looks incredibly Caucasian, by the way, too. Yeah. Mm. Uh did anything else release? I don't think anything else uh, released. Not not anything where I you know, paid attention to. I ain't, I, I kind of wasn't in the music mood during the, during the break. I yeah. was just kind of over everything. I did, you know, I did get up to listen to Playboy Cardi, but that was it. I wasn't in the new music type of mood. Same here, man. And we'll see what twenty twenty one brings. Um, yeah, I don't know what's coming out any anytime soon, but hopefully, we got some things to react to. Yeah. But uh, fuck it, man. I guess it's time to get into some recent events mm-hmm. that have gone on. <laughs> 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 
Yes. Where you, you want to start? This man, it's crazy. We've been in 2020, uh, 2021 for nine days so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like a lot of shit happened in these nine days. A lot of shit happened, man. <laughs> we got to talk about sports because Houston sports are falling apart at the seams right now. Mm. We got to talk about politics because a lot of crazy shit happening. Uh, versus some new things are going on, but we will start. Fuck it, man. Let's start with the biggest thing that happened in the past week: the uh, attempted coup, the coup d'état <laughs> of the uh, Trump supporters, uh, apparently rushing the Capitol while the Senate was in session and taking over the building, <laughs> taking a whole lot of selfies and pictures and all whatnot. One lady got shot and killed. Uh, motherfuckers were posted up in the Senate, like in yeah. the fucking <laughs> in the room. <laughs> yes, in the Senate, whatever they call that place, the uh, uh, congressional whatever place they gathered to debate. And the motherfucker was sitting in the lead chair, <laughs> taking pictures. It was in Nancy Pioli's office. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's office got in, intruded, and people were taking pictures up in there. Uh, yeah, crazy day uh, of fuckery. Um, which ended with the Senate basically, you know, approving the the elector votes for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to assume the presidency and vice presidency. Donald Trump has since been banned from everything. (laughs) After this happened, he got banned from Twitter. He got banned from Facebook, banned from Instagram. Basically, he can't go nowhere because Mm -hmm. he's been banned from every tech thing yeah. app imaginable <laughs> and yeah he, he is uh things looking kind of rough for old trump mm-hmm. so yeah. what 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 were your thoughts man i'm gonna get into what i think about what had happened in a minute but what were your thoughts when you saw this whole thing unfold on social media and how people are talking about it you know everybody lebron chiming in nba had a whole fucking Day. Yeah. You see what Detroit to it. Yeah, you see what Detroit I forgot who Detroit was playing, but they was playing somebody where they did the tip off and they took a knee on the court. Yeah, it was Boston, I think. Was I think it, Bo- it was Boston? Bo- Boston. I think okay. Maybe it was I think yeah. I think it was it might have been Boston, yeah. Boston and Detroit. It was it was somebody, but yeah. Yeah, they did all that shit, which was kind of it was a little weird to me, but I guess it brought yeah. attention. <laughs> And I don't know. I guess they were typically doing it because of the Jacob Blake decision as well. You know, they they of course, you know, and we all saw that shit coming. But there, I think they announced there would be no charges in the shooting of Jacob Blake. Yeah. And you know, cops getting scot free again off this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But everybody's attention was diverted by the whole, you know, the yeah. the, the, <laughs> the capture of the Capitol yeah. by the Trump people. Yeah. I uh, when I first seen that, I. Ashley didn't even know about it until like 2 p.m. And somebody actually told me, like, hey, you see what's going on? And I'm like, what? Like, my timeline was not talking about that. I think my, to be fair, the timeline was talking about the Texans the whole time. Yeah. So it got swept under the rug. But once I seen it, I'm like, wait, what? Like, they are actually in the Capitol building in Washington, D.C.? So um, I got home. I I turned right to CNN just to you know see what was going on, and that shit was wild, man. <laughs> like it, it was really wild. But I kind of I don't know. It was a little weird because a lot of people I see a lot of people reacted to it saying this is the worst day in American history and all this <laughs> other shit. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know about that one. Like, go 400 years back. 
<laughs> like we we get shit. Let's go twenty years back, man. I'm sure you can find yeah, that day worse than we this. Could, we could do a versus on <laughs> the worst <laughs> the worst sounds in American history. Yep. But um, honestly, I, I think it was it was really strange, man. Like I just don't understand how how they get into the Capitol building like that, man. If it was black people, they wouldn't even be on the grass or near the stairs. So I I thought it was a bit strange, uh, and plus some of the videos I seen I seen cops helping the old lady down the stairs mm-hmm. and and oh, taking selfies and all this other shit. I I really didn't understand the whole purpose of that. I guess they were trying to stop the vote or they were trying to steal the votes, but to me it, it was it was kind of comical. For the simple fact that we seen people that was so against the protest when for Black Lives Matter and all that backpedaling, <laughs> talking mm-hmm. about oh well you know the the building is out it's the people's building so I, I seen all type of crazy excuses and I seen the uh, I seen people on Twitter talk about say her name for the for the uh, woman who was killed yeah it's like it's like what's up with all this backpedaling. So, <laughs> like I, I seen it all, man. So, that's that's my thoughts on the whole thing. Well, well, number one, I will say it was a hilarious day on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I got back on Twitter in time for that shit because it was fucking the memes were hilarious. Yes, I will say that much. Um, as far as everything else, man, get my music. I, I need right. the conspiracy music. I need the conspiracy music. I'm sorry, I got to go there, man. I got to go there. <laughs> Okay, so I was inclined to believe that these people gathered together in in order to protest the the vote that uh, because Senate was there to basically debate whether or not the election was legitimate and if the elector votes should be counted or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Then around noon, we have the whole incident happen. With the uh, with the protesters breaking into the Capitol, to your point, very strange they got into the building. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna lay out my theory right here, man. <laughs> I think this shit was staged. Mm. Like I know some pro wrestling shit when I see it. R- remember when like you see some crazy shit on WWE, like a motherfucker's fighting in the grocery store yeah. or Stone Cold run up into the hospital and beat. Vince McMahon's ass and you always wonder like why is nobody stopping this you know these niggas are attempted murder at least you know motherfuckers done lit themselves on fire motherfuckers done tried to kill push each other off buildings and you wonder like how come nobody gets arrested how come nobody the police never come and break this shit up Mm -hmm. it's because it's fake yeah I'm not saying that everybody involved was an actor but I do believe that the, the military and the people in the building probably knew this was going to happen mm. and they allowed it to happen because, the, and I'll get to my theory why, but here's, here's why I think it was staged. I don't think people really realize how cold our military and how cold our government is. Like they, they have killed people for plotting against America and we never find out about it until way later. You know, these motherfuckers are on the Internet, uh, getting information from everywhere. The deep web, you can't hide. If you make a tweet 
saying you're going to kill the president and you if you have zero followers if you have a random anonymous name like jake two five six one three and you have no avatar if you post on the internet i'm going to kill the president you will get visited by somebody somebody's going to knock on your door Mm. and ask if you made this tweet about the president (laughs) they find this shit out These motherfuckers at the the Civil War or whatever, they had merch <laughs> saying they were going to storm the Capitol on January 8th or whatever day it was, the 5th or whatever day it was. They had merch made, man. <laughs> so I bet you they had like a public Facebook group where they said, on this day, we're going to march the Capitol and we're going to try to take it over. Mm-hmm. And we gonna make a civil war. They, I bet you, they had a Facebook page that anybody could see planning this shit out. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me these motherfuckers weren't prepared <laughs> to handle <laughs> a protest with more than a hundred people, yeah. and they just got overwhelmed and let these people come in? And then you see the pictures, man. You, these motherfuckers were on a tour, dog. Like yeah. they were following yeah. <laughs> the velvet rope. <laughs> going in there like so many things happened that it reminded me of some wwe shit man where it's like how come nobody's stopping this how how come nobody's really getting killed i know that one lady got killed but dog if it was a real invasion into the capital the motherfucking bullets would have been flying man people would have got dropped seriously Mm -hmm. so when i see these motherfuckers strolling down the capitol you know, putting the Trump signs up, taking the pictures in the chambers, getting into these people's desk and getting into their computers and shit. I'm like, man, there is no way, no way. If people want to say, okay, if it was black people, it would be different. Of course it would be. But not even white people could intrude to this level mm-hmm. without it being allowed, man. Come on, you can't tell me that they just didn't know this shit was going to happen and were unprepared for it. Mm-hmm. And you saw when the shit got real at night because niggas started getting their ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> so so you saw when the game was over at the end of the night when people actually started getting whooped in, in the street. But before that, like, you can't tell me that they didn't know this was going to happen. And you can't tell me they just got overwhelmed. And, and you, like we've seen the videos, we know they were let into the Capitol, basically. Yeah. So, and, and what really tipped me off, too, is because... This all ended within like a couple of hours. And then at 7 p.m. Central, <laughs> right in time for prom time, they all get back into the Senate, the senators, and they all say, and they got new speeches, by the way. They yeah. got new speeches made up mm-hmm. within like an hour of this shit happening. And if you're under lockdown, you don't even know what's going on outside. Yeah. But they got these new speeches done already talking about <laughs> shit that just happened on the internet. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, so here's my conspiracy, and I'll wrap it up with this. I think the Republicans have, they never liked Trump, and they have been trying to rid themselves of this Trump base and these Trump people and Trump himself. So, but they need an excuse to do it, man, because they don't want to alienate their own base. So they use this event 
because you saw in his Senate speeches, man, there were people there who were like, you know, before this happened today, I was going to say the election was illegitimate. But now since it happened, I've changed my mind. I'm not going to incite violence. I think Donald Trump should be removed from office. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, so I see what the game is. They want to retain the 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 core Trump base while removing Trump because they need to remain in office, but they don't want to be associated with him. Yeah, okay. And, and when I saw everybody remove the Trump from, he got banned suddenly from everything after years of threatening yeah, people. That's, after, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the part I had a problem with, man. People, like, y'all wait till now when the show is pretty much over to to make a stance. Like, no, you know how many people, like, he, he ruined a lot of people's lives by tweeting and doing yes. all this other shit. Like, a lot of uh, uh, Jamel Hill, all type of different people he tweeted, then pretty much fucked their lives up, fucked their careers up. And now y'all want to, you know, take a stance and get him off of social media? Like, that. this Dog. was the final straw? <laughs> you, you asked me a few, maybe a month ago, or whenever this shit was really starting to pop off, you asked me if Donald Trump might go to jail. And I said, no, I don't think there's any way an ex-president goes to jail. I've changed my mind. <laughs> I think they might actually send this motherfucker to prison, man. Mm. Because think about it. The people we've seen canceled to this extent, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, uh, Weinstein, mm-hmm. like these motherfuckers went to jail, dog. They went yeah. to prison. And before that, they got removed off of everything. R. Kelly playlist were, were, was removed. They mm-hmm. took off the Cosby show. They they took yeah. Weinstein's name off his own company. Yeah. The same shit's happening with Trump now. They might throw this motherfucker in prison, man. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think the the craziest part is he lost everybody. Because it's one thing. Yes. It's one thing if you got the Republicans backing you up. But they done with him. And I, I kind of I like your conspiracy because I was going to ask, do you think these people, um, the people in the Capitol building decided to let them in? To I, I figured they they probably decided to let them in to kind of throw the count off, to maybe throw something off and maybe they um, it will work in their favor. But this thing, now that you mention it, it do seem like they decided to maybe step step away from the door and let them in so it can make Trump look bad. So they could say, see, this is why we, we got to get him out of here ASAP. Yes, and, that's exactly what they, happened. They man. probably seen his tweet or whatever his tweet was. And they say, OK, let's set his ass up. Let's he, he threw the alley hoop. Let's dunk this shit. I'm, I'm sure and Donald Trump is an idiot, man, because he played right into their hands because he couldn't just come out and say, hey, this is not right. You guys go the fuck home. You could tell on some level when he made the first video that got blocked by Twitter and everything. Mm-hmm. You could tell he was like, you know, I understand your frustration. I understand why you're upset. This election was stolen. He kept saying the election was stolen. So he kept kind of egging it on while saying, you know, yeah. if he just came out straight up and said, no, this is wrong. Pence did the right thing in terms mm-hmm. of the script. You know, yeah. he said, no, fuck this. Y'all got to go home. This is wrong. Yeah. But Trump was kind of egging it on while at the same time, you know, like he was trying to play both sides. Yeah. And that's what fucked him up. And, and you see what Pence, uh, what happened? I know you've seen the shit with Pence. I guess yes. his secretary or whoever, his PR person, 
they locked they locked him or her out of the um, White House. She couldn't even get back in the White House. Yes. So no, they, they lightweight beefing now. <laughs> no, every dog. Here's he. I, I see what's gonna happen now, man. <laughs> like all the people, and this is what I don't like: the fact that the people who were collaborating with Trump for years, they're gonna come out kind of the same thing with Weinstein. You know, mm-hmm. everybody knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. But they were riding with it because he was so powerful in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. With Trump. They had no choice but to ride with him because he's a Republican president. But now they're going to roll it back and say, yeah. They're throwing their hands up now. They backpedaling. Yes. They're going to say, I. Yeah. So now you're going to have to Ted Cruz just like, oh, wait a minute. No, I I don't like this. And, you know, he's a bad person and all this. Like, where was that at four years ago? Exactly. (laughs) His press secretary is going to come out. The people who had to defend him all the time they're going to come out and write a book it was and do a whole tour and say he sexually harassed me and he did this and it was so terrible I, I fear for my life like nah y'all made y'all bed when y'all collaborated with the motherfucker <laughs> and now y'all gonna get to play the victim when he's yeah. gone I yeah. don't like that man Yeah, and that's how I feel um, like with social media banning him now it's like, man, y'all let this dude tweet all the time, like disrespecting all type of athletes and all this other shit. And now it's like when the show is over. Yes. <laughs> when the beard now is that he up, has no power. Yeah. They can be like, well, we did the right thing. And yeah. people have been asking for years why Trump wasn't banned. But, you know, you can a regular person threatening somebody yeah. with anything will get banned off yeah. of Twitter. Or you play a fucking song in the background. Your shit get banned. So, yes. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not rolling with that, man. People was trying to praise Twitter and all this other shit. Like, nah, fuck that. He been on, he been doing that dumb shit since Obama was in office. He got a week left in his presidency. It's too late to cancel him now. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking damage is done, dog. Yeah. So yeah, I think what's gonna end up happening is because here's the thing: the Republicans really are trying to get back the middle base. You know, the people who are undecided, the people who switch who they vote for, they want that back. So I think what's going to end up happening is like the whole Trump shit is going to end. We, we going to get somebody who's probably worse eventually, but all the people who collaborated with Trump, they're, they're going to be like, well, he this all the bad shit that happened under him was just him. Same thing with George W. Bush. You know, his administration was terrible but they disowned him completely when he left office. Mm. You know, same thing going to happen with Trump, but worse. I think he might get thrown into prison. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, man, because he got a lot of scandals, a lot of skeletons. Yeah. Ain't nobody got his back right now. The only people that got his back are the actual Trump supporters. Yeah. And now they're being looked at as a crazy redneck, and, you know, not the yeah. regular, you know, and really it is a lot of regular ass white people who love Trump, too. Yeah. But now it's going to look like, oh, it's a crazy, kind of like how Antifa is like the crazy side of the left. Yeah. The Trump people are now the crazy side of the right. <laughs> and now we can just disregard them and move on. And and it's just going to be what it is. But yeah, Trump, they're, they're going to get Trump out of here. Um, the people who, who loved him while he was in office are going to come out like he was the worst person imaginable. Yeah, and they gonna get Curry favor. They gonna go on the whole apology tour, and he might go to prison, man. I'm convinced he might go to prison because we've seen this happen before mm-hmm. when people get banned off of everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, and plus, I think they trying to. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of people saying, you know, what's the purpose of impeaching him now? 
when he got two weeks left. But I think that's a big deal because because uh, I, I want to say after a person done being president, they they still get the services that we yeah. pay for. And um, if he get impeached, he won't get those services, nor will he be able to run again. Yeah, and that's the main thing. They're scared he'll run again and win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to – this is part of the cancellation thing, man. They want to make sure he's never viable as a candidate ever again Yeah. because they did not like him at all. Mm-hmm. Even Republicans who act like they did, they, they fucking did not like him behind closed doors. And they want to make sure he never gets back in the White House. So mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for him, man. I don't I, feel bad for him. Yeah. But I just don't like the fact that the people who enabled this shit are getting off scot-free. Yeah, You know, Lindsey Graham going to get up there and say, enough is enough. Joe Biden and Kamala are the president and vice president in this election. Like, nah, that y'all done been complicit in his (laughs) bullshit, too. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't get to be the nice guy now that it's over. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't like that, man. Yeah. Honestly, it was exactly like how um, I know you've seen the video of the girl who got pepper sprayed or something and she was on camera, the, the white chick. It was like, oh, this is a revolution or all this other shit. And she was sitting there crying. It's like, no, nah, you ran up in the Capitol building. Yes. Like, don't sit there crying when you get punched in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's all it is. It is. And like I said, I'm not saying the whole thing was like actors doing this shit because that would be impossible. There's too many people there for everybody to be yeah. fucking yeah, I, it, but it, yeah, if the people in there didn't let them through, it would have just been like a regular protest exactly. outside the building, and you know they would probably sat out there for hours, and that was it. But they, exactly, yeah, but yeah, I, somebody in that building did. Uh, that's a good conspiracy, by the way. Some somebody in the building definitely said, "Hey, let's do this." They planning this, so let's. Uh, I know this sound crazy. I know this. I know this is crazy, but let's let them in. That's yeah, I think that's when, when you hear the quotes from the security people and they talk about how they were just overwhelmed. Like, there's no way the military didn't know this shit was happening. Yeah. There's no way you can tell me this caught them by surprise. They mm-hmm. are all over the internet. They are all over social media. They've infiltrated everything where people plan shit, and they bomb. They've killed people before we knew they were a threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me this shit just happened spontaneously and they had no idea and they were yeah. prepared for it. Yeah, if it was a group of Arabs out out there, do you think yes. they would have they would not have been overwhelmed? And that they nat- <laughs> that National Guard would have been there in five seconds. So yeah, I just yeah, I'm not rolling with that, man. I agree, if, man. If, if that's the case, all of them need to lose their jobs. <laughs> Like we shouldn't feel safe at all if if they got overwhelmed by them. <laughs> Man, they weren't even armed. They dog dog. <laughs> they had pepper spray and some bullshit. They didn't even have guns on them, dog. Yeah. Come on, man. Man, them white people had that shit looking like a Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy, man. That was so, Dynasty. <laughs> it, it really was, man. And when you see the pictures they took, and it's like. Nah, you can't tell me this shit just happened. But that's my conspiracy theory, man. I just think on some on some level, this shit was an act just to get Trump the fuck out of here finally. And so his people, his base can kind of reconfigure. And so they'll, they'll be back on our bullshit soon enough. Don't worry about it. We still yeah. going to hate them for the bullshit they do. But they want the Trump shit out of here, man, because they know yeah. 
his ass might go to jail and they don't want to go to jail with him. So yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so what else happened in the past week? Uh, oh yeah, uh, prayers up to Dr. Dre. Yeah. Um, I think he's doing better now, but apparently he had a brain aneurysm. And you had a conspiracy theory about this, I want to hear too. <laughs> so, may I have to cue the music up again? It's your turn now, Part dog. Two. Yeah. So, Dr. Dre had a brain aneurysm. And as we know, he is dealing with a divorce, a hotly publicized divorce where he might have to give up a whole lot. Um, suddenly, they can't find his prenup or whatever. I forget what happened with that. But um, yeah, it, it's getting a little messy. And I don't know if it was because of the stress or what, but he was hospitalized in the ICU with the brain aneurysm. And I think they're reporting he's doing better now. Um, so good for that. But you have a conspiracy theory here, man. I want to yeah, hear it. Yeah, I think I think the wifey has something to do with it, man. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying she bashed him upside the head or put something in his drink. But I just think it's really strange that with all this stuff going on with the divorce and rumors saying that she and the kids won't get anything and that that this situation happened. And uh, I want to say maybe a day or two ago, it was reported that I guess he was going to give up two million or something like that or something like that. Like they agreed. I guess he agreed in his bed and this. I was about to say deathbed, but he yeah. he agreed in this hospital bed to give her, I guess, two million or something like that. Yeesh. So yeah, I just I, I just think it was strange, man. I think he I I I feel like she has something to do with it. I, I I don't know. It was just it was strange timing, man. Like they going through all this, he get hospitalized for something mm-hmm. really serious, and that money was going where if he passed. <laughs> that's i mean technically they were still married so if he died yeah it probably would go to her now i'm not gonna say it's impossible i'm not a medical guy i don't know if it's possible to give somebody a brain aneurysm that's my only pause on it like i don't like if he was poisoned with some kind of foreign substance or something or if some people ran up and robbed him and hurt him real bad that would kind of make me more conspiratorial towards, you know, what the fuck? Because also, apparently, his house was robbed. Yeah. When or this tr- happened, yeah. or they tried or to tried rob to, him. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I don't know if it's possible to give somebody a brain aneurysm. Maybe it is. I don't know. But that's my only pause with the conspiracy because I don't know. I feel like that might just be caused from you know a crazy amount of stress mm-hmm. from having to deal with this shit. I don't know the fucking steroids he's been taking for decades now. Maybe yeah. you're finally starting to affect them. <laughs> I don't know, but I just don't know how possible. I could be wrong. I don't know how possible it is to give somebody a brain aneurysm, but yeah. And I'm not saying she actually did this, but it just made me think when I heard this because he'd been in the news for the past couple weeks, couple months, yeah. and it was getting ugly. It was really getting ugly. So for this to happen right around this time. And I honestly, I thought we was about to lose him because people was making it sound like it was awful. Like, yeah, like this is it. And now reportedly he I guess he agreed to give her something. I, I'm not sure on the on the price, but 
he's doing better and he agreed to you know look out for well tell me and two million dollars is chump change to dr dre yeah it is I, yeah i'm not sure so. that yeah i'm not sure of the agreement but i don't know she up there like hey like don't pull the plug yet <laughs> like yeah you can work on them or something like yeah but i don't know it just seemed kind of strange man the, the, like the time and maybe it was just maybe it was a coincidence but the time is seemed really strange to me yeah it kind of is especially the fact that we had no idea that he had any health problems you know that's never been reported before so who knows man like i said i'm not a doctor so i can't really speak on whether she could have had anything to do with it or not but I mean, I'm I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Like I, I, I've I've come up with crazier conspiracies, so it's possible, man. Anything is possible. Hollywood is a weird place, and the music industry is very weird as well. So yeah. it's possible, man. I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. Who knows? People be scheming. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things that happen. Okay, we got to talk about Kim Kim Kardashian finally apparently divorcing Kanye West. Um, it's been rumored for a while, but I think she, they had shot down rumors. I think he went on a tweeting spree a while back talking about how he wanted to divorce her ever since she met with Meek Mill to talk about prison reform. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> he was alleging basically that she was cheating with Meek Mill. So uh, we we knew they were on the rocks, but Kim has always stood by Kanye. Kim never entertained the divorce talk or whatever but suddenly out of nowhere it is announced that they are getting a divorce um that kim has finally had enough and she is fed up she's trying to be a lawyer and do whatever she's doing and kanye has been doing kanye shit so what what are your thoughts man on the apparent demise of this marriage and who's who do you think is at fault for it not working out between them two um I think I think to me my personal opinion I feel like you have to give Kim some credit <laughs> because she stuck around a long time Kanye been through a lot and knowing knowing that family you see you always see them jump ship you saw Chloe jump ship with Lamar Odom and you, you see a lot of jumping ship whenever shit hit the fan Shit hit the fan with Kanye a lot of times when they was together, and she stood by him. She, you know, he was wrong on a lot of shit. She stood by him with the MAGA shit. Like I, I think it. I think, I think him just tired, man. I think honestly, I think he, he might be holding her back a little bit. I think she could probably do a lot more stuff. She could probably uh, get a little further. I know she rich, rich as shit now, but I feel like she could get a lot further without Kanye. But um, yeah, I I I knew this day was going to happen, man. They don't even look they ain't even look happy together. So I I just, I knew it was coming. Yeah, I agree, and I think they've probably been separated for a while, um, and it's just getting official now. But I will say this, man: I can't speak to whose fault it is without knowing what happened behind closed doors. You know, it's possible that Kim was on some bullshit that we just don't know about. But I don't say this much, man. And I got to give Kim some props. She played this shit about as well as you could play something, you know, as far as being looked at as somebody who tried to make it work. You know, she stuck by him, like you said, through all the bullshit. You know, she always gave him praise, even in the most controversial moments. 
So she looks like the victim here, man. Honestly, she looks like the one who was being held back by his crazy antics. The one who was, you know, and she's she supported him through everything. Uh, always spoke, never spoke a bad word about him while she was with him. And now she looks like the one who had just finally had enough. And he looks like the one who was crazy and abusive and just the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't. Th- Some people are saying that, OK, being with the Kardashians just ruins niggas. And it's their fault for being this crazy family. But Kanye pursued Kim. People mm-hmm. forget that shit like he wanted her. She originally didn't want anything to do with him, according to him. And she had he had to go get her. So he volunteered himself for that Kardashian lifestyle, man. Mm-hmm. And she was technically still married. <laughs> yeah. She with was that married. mother Chris Humphreys. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, weird. That was a weird relationship, wasn't it? It was, man. <laughs> like whole, her whole brand has been up and down all over all the place. Over the place. Mm-hmm. But I will say she is very smart in how she portrays herself to the public. This is the person who got famous off a of sex tape. Mm-hmm. And now people look at her like a Mother Teresa type, you know, saving these <laughs> black people, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> saving these people from prison and advocating for people to be released off their life sentences. And like now she looks like this motherly Mother Teresa type character yeah. where, you know, she came up being a hoe, yeah. you know. So she is very smart about how she portrays herself in the public and Kanye is not Kanye will get in front of a camera and say the most off the wall bullshit without even thinking twice about it. Mm -hmm. And he has to suffer the consequences and she's had to, too, because she stood by him. Mm -hmm. So now it's going to look like, you know, she will profit off this divorce. I think. And I think he will suffer from it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. I can see her getting custody of the kids easily. And all you got to do is point to his erratic moments mm-hmm. on camera and you, you tell the judge, Hey, would you leave your kids with this nigga? <laughs> they probably already know. They probably like, Oh yeah, it's Kanye. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's not getting the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And so it is what it is. Uh, they, they'll reconcile however they can, but I see Kim, being a much bigger figure in 2021 when she comes off this, she might write a book over being with Kanye and whatever, and mm-hmm. all the things she's gone through in her life. So she will profit because she is smart about how she brands herself. And Kanye is not, mm-hmm. you know, he's made a lot of money and he is very, you know, controversial to a fault, but yeah, it's going to hurt him. I'll say that much. So, yeah. And I wonder who she going to get with, you know, she got to get with somebody who, and she she stepped her game up way more than like to, to get with like a, a a bench player on the basketball team or something like that. I, I think she might be done with black men. I think she I, might. I, think she, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it, it's probably going to be a, a fucking king over in yes. some island like uh, Eve went through. <laughs> yes she she might she might go white get some white foreign billionaire or some Spanish that we never dude or heard of. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She might pull up the nigga who was with Rihanna for a while until they broke up. And now she was ASAP Rocky, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I think she might go white next you, time. Man. I think she might be done with rappers. You think oh, I was going to I was going to ask you, do you think she got a chance with Drake? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, I, I think and I'm, I'm not saying Drake might have hit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But 
I just don't see them. No, I don't see that happening. I don't mm. see that happening. Yeah, I, I don't really have a specific yeah, no. reason why. I just feel yeah. like they had beef because of what what he said in songs. And mm. yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm. <laughs> but crazy as shit has happened, man. So who knows? But yeah. <laughs> well, that that'll be that'll be the crazy. That'll be actually really insane <laughs> if she ended up with Drake. Now that I think about it, like they I, they these niggas that had beef. Yeah, I feel like he's so slick with it though. He like oh the Drake Drake is a slimy dude, man. I can see him trying to hold up mob ties, man. Mob ties, oh, yeah, right. mob ties, brother. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> we love Drake. I'm just fucking with you. Man. You get it off. Um, shit, I'm not getting it off. <laughs> we moving on. What's next on the topics? <laughs> Shit, I ain't saying a damn thing about Drake. <laughs> uh, Drake got fell on mob ties, bro. Yeah, so we, Shout we can't. To Drake. We can't. <laughs> we didn't already sold out this. It didn't take us long to sell out this podcast, I know. man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this this is this is like our first episode, our first regular episode being part of mob ties. So we we, we gotta get used to it. <laughs> We got to get used to our new affiliations, man. Yeah. So we can't. We Jay can't, Prince. We can't be talking out the ass now. Yeah, the <laughs> Jay Prince impression is dead. Don't even ask me for that shit. It's over. <laughs> and, and Drake is now the best rapper who ever lived. Yeah. Friend, <laughs> friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yes. Drake, friend of the show. We may have him on someday. Who knows? So yeah, yeah. Drake can do whatever he wants. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> listening. Niggas getting sick now. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Kevin Walker excited though I'm sure he loved this part of the podcast yeah, and he got a he got an album coming out too Drake uh, sh- uh, yes yeah. lover boy so Certified yeah you see his boy you see his haircut no I didn't you didn't no are you just saying you didn't for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> you ain't seen this no, man no, I, I seriously ain't see it like, he has it, it up now. A haircut that looks like some Justin Bieber type shit. I don't know what he's going for, and I don't know if it was his real oh, hair. I did see that. I yeah, wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was Photoshop. Yeah, it got like a little heart in it. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if that was Photoshop or not, but it yeah, might have been a wig that. or something. Yeah, because Drake, Drake, Drake is smart enough, right? I'm sure he did that as a joke. He like, it, I'm sure he didn't, you know. Yeah, I think, think it, that was a. I think it was for a video. He probably got a video coming. Possible, possible. Yeah, so actually he, probable. Yeah, so he probably did that for a video, certified lover boy. Let's do something weird and funny. Let me make fun of myself, type of thing. And yeah. it's gonna go viral. Yeah, I think it's for a video. It's possible, man. But we'll see. That album should be coming soon. Of course, it's already five stars with us. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what Drake got in the kitchen when he drops that shit. Mm-hmm. Other topics, though. So we got to talk about sports, man. It's been a crazy, crazy, crazy few weeks in Houston sports, especially the Texans. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've had your fill of it being at Sports Radio 610, mm-hmm. covering this shit nonstop. Uh, so a quick recap. Uh, the Texans finished their season for 4-12, and 12, I believe. And a lot of shit goes off the rails <laughs> after that happened. Um, Quick rundown, basically, the Texans are in search of a coach and GM. They hire a GM, (laughs) Nick Casario from the Patriots, which upsets a lot of people because they feel like the the Texans are a bootleg 
Patriots team, basically, who just want to be the Patriots, Patriots but they South. suck. Yeah. Yes. So, interesting choice of GM. Deshaun Watson sends out an ominous tweet, <laughs> and uh, people assume it's about the hire of the GM. He says some things never change. Deletes that tweet, though. Yeah. I, and, and, and to be fair, when he first tweeted that, I thought that was towards the Jacob Blake. Um, yeah situation so several I, people I, did yeah I, ain't, I i saw a bunch of people not really talking about that so i thought i was kind of bugging out and and then afterwards i seen like one or two people mention it but clearly it probably wasn't about that it's clearly about the texan situation yeah and that's the thing with with deshaun's tweets he tweets like you know and i, I hate to say it man because i love deshaun watson but sometimes he tweets like an ig girl tweeting captions you know when they mad at their nigga they have yeah. some ominous little quote or, from a movie or something or a lyric from a song yeah or like that. yeah from some drake shit and it's like you never know who it's about but you assume it's about they man or something mm-hmm. but when you ask them about it it can always be the possible deniability about no i wasn't talking it was just a song guys yeah deshaun communicates on social media like that mm-hmm. he he's not really direct about what he talks about but he does address things but it's just you got to read between the lines to know what he's talking about, and you could be wrong. Yeah. He can always deny the shit if it comes up in the press conference. He can say, uh, it's a song lyric, man. Mm-hmm. And that's smart. That's yeah. smart. But it's kind of annoying as a fan <laughs> to have to decrypt the Deshaun Watson tweets and know what he's talking about. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. So Cal McNair has a press conference with this new GM, they go back and forth. They answer questions from the reporters. Reporters are very hard on Cal in terms of, you know, the direction of the team and where it's going. Uh, Cal answers the way he answers, and mm-hmm. that also upsets the fan base. And it's also right before this press conference, it was reported that Deshaun Watson is has at least discussed the potential of being traded to another team because of his displeasure with the front office and he is apparently upset with them and is not returning their calls and he might 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 want out of here nothing's official yet uh these are rumors rumors, of course Mm -hmm. but i see this this is unfolding a lot uh, very similar to how the harden thing unfolded Mm-hmm. And it's the exactly literally the same like complaint. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. the same complaints. And uh, the Rockets situation, of course, Harden still with the team, but the Rockets openly, you know, consider trade offers for James Harden. And I think he will be gone sooner rather than later. Of course, the relationship is probably you know damaged beyond repair. And the Texans, I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun, but I will say. After that press conference, if I was Deshaun, I might be considering, like, even though I love Houston, probably made my home here. I'm like, man, let, let's see what else we oh, <laughs> let's man. see what options we got, dog. So what, what do you think, man? What do you think? I'll get into what I think later. But what do you think when you heard this news? And do you think it's a realistic chance that Deshaun Watson will leave the Houston Texans in his prime to go somewhere else. Um I was I was a little shocked when I heard this, but not surprised. And 
if I, it's a to me. I think the whole problem is um, I, I feel like a lot of players not really uh, rocking with Jack used to be. I think that's the whole big thing. They yeah because you know you fired the coach and GM, which was one person, and at the end of the year, teams usually clean house. Usually get rid once you get rid of the coach and GM. You usually hire a GM and they clean house. They bring their people in. But the Texans brought in another New England guy. And it, it's looking like they're going to keep Jack used to be. It, to me, it looked like it's all still going to be the same. And I think the I think the main part with Deshaun Watson, I think the problem he have is, I guess they, they I guess him and Cal talked on the phone and met and all this other stuff and they gave him or he gave him suggestions on what type of head coach he would like to play for or you know what type of GM or whatever and it seemed like he they never even interviewed the people he wanted to interview uh, which was Airbnb they didn't even yeah. they didn't even request the interview from him they interviewed he interviewed with everybody else or requested he was the Texas was the only team that said nah we don't even want to see what he got mm-hmm. so I think that was a big problem and on top of Deshaun Watson finding out on social media who the Texans hired <laughs> I think that's I think that's a terrible mistake as a franchise to not communicate with your quarterback that's that's the first person I want to communicate with I, I I gotta sit down with Deshaun and say hey so we interviewed these people. We're going with this person. We want we want to tell you first before we get out there. And they didn't do that. He found out like me and you found out. So I think I think that's a big problem. But as far as him uh, wanting out or possibly him getting traded, I just don't think the test is going to trade. You you can't trade him, man. You know better than me. Y'all been without a quarterback since the beginning. Y'all, y'all had David Carr. That didn't work out, but it it been a long time since it, it been a long time since y'all had a franchise quarterback, like a a real quarterback that y'all drafted and is a franchise quarterback and arguably the top five, uh, top five quarterback. You can't give him up. There's not enough you can do or you could get back to trade Deshaun Watson, I, unless it's for Pat Mahomes, which you'll probably have to give up a little more, but. You can't trade him, man. I don't, I don't care how mad he is. You got to repair that relationship. You got to do you got to do a little sucking or something. But you, yeah. you, you got to repair that relationship, man. You cannot I repeat, you cannot trade him, man. That would be the dumbest thing you can do. Okay. So I, I have a few thoughts on this. Um I I'll, I'll start with Deshaun believing that he would be involved in this process. I heard him say that during the press conferences, and I thought that was kind of strange. Um, I thought it was kind of strange that he thought, even if he was told, that number one, that he would say this in public, and, and number two, that the ownership would actually involve him in front office decisions. Because remember, that we call this the Patriot South. The wannabe Patriots, the fake Patriots, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> uh, the Patriots don't give that kind of power to any player, not even Tom Brady. 
Tom Brady, and he would say it himself, you know, he was not really appreciated by the Patriots. They didn't involve him in front office decisions. They fucking treated him like anybody else. And to his dismay, you know, when it was time to ship, Belichick wanted Tom Brady shipped out years ago. They wanted to keep uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Robert Kraft said, no, we keeping Tom Brady. But Belichick has wanted Tom Brady gone for several years now. Mm-hmm. It was the greatest quarterback that ever played the game. Yeah. So if the Texans are really, you know, trying to follow the so-called Patriot way, I figured there was no way they would actually involve Deon- uh, DeAndre, uh, Deshaun Watson, and give him that kind of power to make personnel decisions or even have a voice because that's not how this ownership has worked before. You know, you think Andre Johnson had a seat at the table for anything that happened in the organization? Of course not. So that's how I saw that, number one. And number two, uh, one thing I haven't heard talked about, but I believe is a factor. I don't think that Deshaun acts the way they thought. I don't think the uh, the front office, okay, I'm just going to put this out uh-oh, there. Uh-oh. We know, we know the, the Texans are a MAGA football team. <laughs> At, at the ownership level, man. Come on, we know that. We knew it with Bob McNair. We know it with Cal McNair. The infamous inmates running the asylum quote. Hey, did you hear Cal came, say, uh, build, a, build a wall? Build a wall. He said we were going to build a wall. Maybe you heard that before, wink, wink. Like, he knew what he was doing. And you also had the rumor that the PR lady was fired because she expressed support for Kamala and Joe Biden uh, winning the election. And then they fired her and said she wasn't good for the culture, but they wouldn't specify what actually happened. Mm -hmm. And apparently she has a lawsuit pending for her firing. Mm -hmm. That's a rumor, but I'm saying it's valid here. Because look, uh, I'm going to go back. Look what they thought they were getting with Deshaun Watson. Good old boy. Dabo loves him. Dabo Sweeney loves him. He talks highly of all his white coaches and everybody he met with trump let me let me add this i felt they didn't even want him rick smith wanted him rick smith pressed the issue but they looked into his history and they saw somebody they thought that would uh go with their culture yeah, he met right. with Donald Trump yeah, he after he, Clemson won. Yeah, so they looked at him as like a Dak Prescott, probably. Yes, yes. They saw him as one of the, you know, somebody who could potentially be a good old boy. He could be a uh, Uncle Ruckus, a uh, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson in Django Unchained character. They saw somebody who, okay, he visited with Trump like he was a good guy. They saw him, you know, as a more conservative-leaning guy. Mm-hmm. But... Look at what what has happened recently. Uh, Deshaun Watson kneels for the anthem. Deshaun Watson put Black Lives Matter on on his helmet. Deshaun Watson is speaking out publicly about social justice issues. And Deshaun Watson is publicly inserting himself into ownership decisions and personnel decisions. And he is saying, I will have a voice. They're looking at this now. And I think it's possible they're saying this is not what we signed up for, y'all. Mm. This this boy getting a little too uppity for our liking. So oh, man. I think it is possible, just based off of how they see him acting and how they probably hate this liberal stuff that he he expresses. 
I think it's possible that they at least entertain moving him. Mm-hmm. And I think at the very least, I think they don't respect his voice as far as personnel decisions with the team. Yeah, clearly, because they ain't even request an interview for um, yes. the enemy. Like, I'm yes. like, and look, a lot of people say, oh, well, he don't call plays and I don't think he's all that. I think he's over. Oh, are you doing this interviewing this person? You you interview Marvin Lewis. You interview yes. all type of people that probably won't work in the NFL again. Like, what's wrong and, with just talking to him? Just see how it go. And it's a Zoom. Like, you ain't got to fly him out. We're in the COVID era. You could yeah. have a Zoom call with him. Yeah. It'd take maybe an hour out of your day, and they couldn't even do that. Just put the request in. Yes. But no, they're 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 making a point. The tech, They're making a point with the ownership. They're making a point saying it's our way or the highway. And I think Deshaun is learning that the hard way. He's learning that, you know, they'll say whatever he wants to hear to his face. But behind closed doors, yeah, they think differently. Mm-hmm. And they want him to stay in his place and do what he's told. Yeah, man. And that's a big I, mistake, man. Like, I, and honestly, Deshaun, I, I, I wish he probably shouldn't have signed the contract now. He probably should have waited and, and held him by the balls. But, man, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's nothing. I guess it's nothing he can really do. He could probably, I'm sure he could probably force his way out. But, I don't know, man. I, I think you got to keep your guy happy, man. You, you, yeah. You never had a franchise quarterback before, and this dude, if if they went four and twelve, he will probably be the MVP. He had an MVP season, and like you can't just listen to what he got to offer. <laughs> and I'm I'm sure he's not sitting here saying, "Hey, hire this guy right now," or "Hire this GM right now." But show the common courtesy, man. A lot of people. Like a lot of people come up to me and say, "Hey, can you check this out?" or "You should check this out." Like I'll, I'll check it out, but that means I gotta fucking roll with it. Yeah. Like you couldn't even do that. Like it's Deshaun Watson, man. Like uh, I just don't get it. They're, it's one thing. Ma- it's one thing if it's Baker Mayfield or something, or somebody that's not that good or not a franchise quarterback. But damn, bro. Like just see. Like I don't know, man. That's that's just crazy. I agree, man. But and here's the problem. Like, as much as I want Deshaun Watson to stay here, I also feel like he won't ever win anything here because of how this team is run. You know, I don't know what he to what extent he's talked to J.J. Watt, but J.J. might have told him the same shit. You know, I'm sure J.J. on some level feels like he wasted his career in Houston. I'm, I know he loves this town. I know he loves what he's accomplished. But ultimately, you know, if he plays until he retires, he will retire without a ring in Houston, mm-hmm. you know, which is why now he's looking at maybe leaving and going somewhere else. Oh, he gone. I think he gone. Yeah. Andre Johnson, greatest Texans player of all time. I'm sure on some level, he feels like if he played anywhere else, he would have had a much better career, possibly, yeah. unless he went to the Browns. I hate to say it. Sorry, Piggy. Nah, <laughs> but, 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 but see, I, and what's crazy is with Andre Johnson – I felt like him spending his whole pretty much his prime here, that kind of fucked his career up as far as like overall. Yeah. Because I'm one day he was up here and I tweeted like I think I yeah I tweeted like damn Andre Johnson here or I said the the legend Andre Johnson or the go I forgot how I put it, but some people in Cleveland some some of my followers in Cleveland was like 
man, GOAT. Like, come on, man. He ain't all it. But it's just like, damn, like, if he played for a legit team and yes. he shined like that, you know, got to a Super Bowl at least, I think he'd have a little more respect outside of Houston. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's the same thing with Arian Foster, I feel, too. You know, mm -hmm. his career was shorter, but he also had a, you know, spectacular career while he was at his healthiest. And I feel like if you put him on a real contending team, he might have at least had Super Bowl appearance, if not a whole ring. And people would see him as much better than they see him right now, mm -hmm. as far as, you know, accomplishments on the field. Yeah. So I feel like maybe you look at that. And like I said, I want Deshaun Watson here because he makes Texans games fun. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if you really love somebody, you got to let them go. <laughs> I feel like, you know, Deshaun Watson could have a much better, you know, if you put him on some team, like who needs a quarterback? Fucking uh, the Patriots need a quarterback. Yeah, I don't San know if you would go there. San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh. They winning it all if he goes to San Francisco. Yes. There are teams ready made for a quarterback to come in and take over. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and man, I got to say it too. Like, if the Texans would ever entertain trading Deshaun Watson, they should do it right now. Mm. His stock might never be higher. No major injuries. Yeah. No, you know. He's still very young in his career, uh, had his coming off his best year stat wise. Mm -hmm. If you're going to trade him, you could get a King's ransom. You could ask whatever you want for Deshaun Watson right now, because that's how valuable a franchise quarterback is. Yes, it would be the dumbest team in the organization and in, in, in the league to trade Deshaun Watson. But this is the chance to make the De DeAndre Hopkins trade right. Well, you can't really make that right. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you could at least prove that you're competent enough to know the value of your star players. And like, look, I don't want to see it, but I feel like if they're going to do it, they should do it now and get a whole lot back. Uh, try to repair the damage that Bill O'Brien did in trading all our draft picks away and fucking us up for a couple years. You can get that back. Yeah, you won't have a quarterback, but hopefully a good one coming to draft. You can make something happen. Yeah. But if they're going to do it, do it now while he's still healthy and he still has a, a great future ahead of him. Don't wait until he tears an ACL or some shit and then think about trading him because then, you know, it is yeah. what it is. But yeah, that, that's my thoughts on yeah, it. Man. That would be shitty, man. Like It would. Because you, like I said earlier, you got a franchise quarterback, an MVP type of quarterback, and you giving him up. Like, what? Like, who's going to be the quarterback? And even a lot of people throwing out um, Jacksonville, pretty uh, trade them to Jacksonville, get that first overall pick. Like, how do you know Trevor Lawrence is going to be that? You don't. Like you, you don't. Yeah, like you pretty much guessing or hoping. Like you see what Deshaun Watson did last year with the with the people he had. So I, man, it, it just would be goofy, man. Like you better off just letting him walk away. At that point, like if his contract up and he don't want to resign or whatever, then, you know, then you got no choice. But like right now, that is crazy. He's 25 years old. I agree, man. But just the way I see this organization work, like I just wouldn't be surprised if it happens, man. Like man. everybody's saying it will be insane. Yeah. But I think about, you know, the president of the team, Jamie Roots, went on this whole fucking book tour. He had a book come out. And he had these radio interviews where he talked about how how proud he was that, you know, the team still sells out 
regardless of how good the team is. You know, they always sell out games. They always, you know, do these big numbers when they have a home game. And the, the product has never been that good. Like, he admitted this. He was proud of it. Mm. So I think the Texans organization sees themselves as being way bigger than one player. And they don't think they need Deshaun Watson to be successful in terms of, you know, monetary uh, product sales and ticket sales. They think they're going to sell regardless because they're the Texans. Like, that's how they see themselves, man. So yeah. I, I would hate it to happen, but I just wouldn't be too surprised if it did because of how this organization is run. Man, that would be tough, man. That would hurt. <laughs> it, it would. And I think they would have a rude awakening when they see the fact that they just ruin the, the future of the team for 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 pride and ego but yeah i don't know man yeah crazy it, cr- crazy few months the, the other thing too that stuck out in that press conference was uh i think somebody asked or mentioned about the deshaun watson situation and would he trade him and he said that's our quarterback and when yeah. he never said yes or no mm-hmm. so that's that's a little scary I'm telling you, like, that's a good point, man. Like, you got to read into these things. There's definite yes or no. And him saying that's our quarterback, yeah, technically it is. Yeah. But he could not be. You didn't entertain him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, at that point, you could have lied and said, nah, we're not trading him, man. Let me talk to him. That's, yeah. Ah, man, that's that's uncomfortable, man. They, they were very media trained and very particular about how they answer questions. You know, when they, the Jack Easterby question got asked, Nick Casario was very, very particular about how he worded that shit because he said that there will be group decisions. But he tried he tried to basically say it's my my decision, but he didn't say that Jack Easterby would not have a role in it. Yeah, he so, pretty much said it would be our decision and yes. all this other stuff. But I'm, the, you know, I'm the GM type of thing. Yeah, so no, the, the, you got to re into this, man. I think it's possible that it happens. I I would hate it to happen, but at the same time, I like Deshaun Watson so much that I want to see him get a ring, and yeah. I don't see him getting a ring in Houston. I just don't. Yeah, that's how I felt about him coming to Cleveland because I always talk about like, damn, we could have had him. But I think it would have went bad if he. I I I seen a lot of quarterback, decent quarterbacks, go to Cleveland, and it didn't work out, and their yep. career was pretty much over. And I did not want that to happen to you know to a black quarterback who really had potential. I want uh, yeah, I'd rather not even go through that. I agree, man. But we'll see. It's gonna be a spicy next few months. You know, they gotta nail the head coach. I don't know who they like. They're talking about Joe Brady and that Dabble guy, yeah. Brian Dabble. I don't really care about any of them, but we'll see. They got they got to try to make it right. But if they don't try to make it right, then that tells us all we need to know about how they yeah. feel about Deshaun Watson. How, how would you feel if they hired the, Because a lot of people was bringing up the uh, Patriots. I want to say linebacker coach uh, Gerard Mayo. He, he he a black coach, but he. He he been on the Patriots. I, I want to say he played for the Patriots too, but he's a Patriots assistant. How would you feel if they brought him in as head coach? Because that would be hilarious. But that defeat the whole purpose of, to me of firing the coach because you had a Patriots coach for seven years. That didn't work this, out. So you bring another Patriots coach in. <laughs> 
<laughs> with the Patriots GM? Nobody could have, uh, to be fair, nobody could have predicted how bad Bill O'Brien could would be. You know, he seemed like a good hire at the time. Nobody predicted he would ruin this team for years to come. Nobody, we could, we couldn't yeah. call that. Yeah, I, I, I just, so, I just think the whole Patriots way because Bill O'Brien came in as we doing this the Patriots way. We gonna, yeah, yeah, we not taking these knuckleheads or. We gonna do it the right way, you know. A tough, smart, def- dependable football. F- for you to let him go and bring in somebody with the same mindset, like Casario, literally have a video saying tough, smart, dependable. Yeah. So you bring it in somebody like that, and a possible Patriots assistant. <laughs> that is that is insane. <laughs> like, look, the, the the people who who there there are Patriots in like. Niggas just get their friends hired, dog. Let's, that's, that's, that's what all it is, yeah. Yes. At big business, at these top levels, people get their friends hired. Yeah. And so when you got Jack Easter, you got two Patriots people in there already. Mm-hmm. You really, I wouldn't be surprised they get somebody else from the Patriots, man. <laughs> they look out for their own and look out for their friends. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. It's just tough for me to care anymore. Like, it, <laughs> it hurts to say, but it's tough. I was never a huge Texans fan. Because they were never very good, I was I was a huge Rockets fan. I still am to an extent, but I saw them win. You know, mm-hmm. I remember them winning. I've never seen the Texans win anything other than a playoff game, one against a shitty team. So <laughs> a couple times. So yeah, I have no like it is what it is. You know, it. Yeah, it it, it got to be frustrating, man. Because at least like I'm a Browns fan, so I, I've just seen the zero and sixteen season. Yeah, 15 season, but at least they were clean house. That's the one thing they did too much, in my opinion. Yeah, they were like getting, they barely gave niggas chances to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a two couple, years of coaching you gone. It was a couple coaches. I'm like, damn, like they could have kept him. Uh, they should have gave him another chance. And all the injuries, and they have a quarter. Like, I don't know. Maybe they lost the locker room. I'm not sure, but. At least they get rid of the GM, the coach, all this other shit, and go another route. Like they they tried the Patriots thing too. They hired Romeo Cornell. They hired um, executives from the Patriots and all this other shit. That didn't work out, and they 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 go under Andy Reid or they will go under somebody. Else. They try something different. Like it's it's frustrating as a as a um, Texans fan to see them still going after the Patriots way. Even after Tom Brady, like, man, like, that shit did not work. <laughs> like, you got to try something else. I agree, man, but there is there is really nothing we can do. Um, there are people who say they will never see a Texans game again <laughs> if certain things happen. And I'm like, okay, keep the same energy because I heard the same shit from DeAndre Hopkins. And mm-hmm. y'all still talk about the game and tweet about it and, and buy the merchandise. So, whatever. <laughs> Um, so we'll see how it goes, man. But you did bring up the Browns. They are in the pay- they are in the playoffs for the first time since what the eighties? Uh, no, <laughs> no, uh, since two thousand two. Since oh, okay, not I, too long ago. Honestly, I think the eighties was the last time they actually won a playoff game. So that's a oh, long okay. time. I was okay. fu- I was fucking born in eighty eight. So that's how long that was. <laughs> So the Browns are facing off against the Steelers uh, on Sunday. They will not have their head coach because of COVID reasons. Um, they also have not really had a practice except for like today, I think. Today was um, the first Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So 
What do you think of the Browns' chances of them winning this playoff game? Um, honestly, I think it's I think they got a chance, man. I don't think Pittsburgh is a good team. I know the Browns didn't practice all week and they won't have their head coach. But for some reason, I got a feeling they have a chance. I I think it's gonna be closer than what people think. And I I do think they have a chance to upset Pittsburgh, man. We we see how it was with the Tennessee Titans when they when they went through their thing, the games canceled and no practices and all this other stuff. They had the outbreak. And right after that, once they played that that game, they they beat I forgot who they played. They might have played Pittsburgh, I wanna say. Or no, it wasn't Pittsburgh. But they had a really good game. So I think I think it's a chance the Browns can do the same thing. I mean, it's there for the taking. Uh Ben their the Pittsburgh offense is terrible. I don't know what the fuck happened, but they really fell off at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I think it's there for the taking. Uh the problem is Baker Mayfield. I feel like he's a fucking coin flip, man. You never know yeah. whether you're gonna get the one who's decent or the one who's just gonna throw picks and not be able to move the ball. You never know with him, man. It's kind of a volatile quarterback they got. But I'm rooting for the Browns, man. The Steelers have had enough. I like I like the you know Mike Tomlin what he's done there. But the Brown let the Browns win a playoff game, man. It's been too long. Yeah, I, yeah. Y'all got to get some. Yeah. Plus, uh, Juju Smith was talking little shit, talking about oh, it's still the Browns to me and all this other stuff. So yeah, that. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that could backfire too. I th- yeah, I think the Browns probably put that on their bulletin wall. So I, yeah, Juju Smith been doing too much this year, man. I don't know what the fuck wrong with him. Yeah, he TikToking on logos, the TikTok dances. Yeah, and got his ass crushed against <laughs> 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 Cincinnati. He got his ass yeah. lit up. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why you would do that shit in a contact sport, man. Especially when you a wide receiver. Yeah, <laughs> like, niggas can legally kick your ass <laughs> if you play football at the wide receiver position, man. So why would you try to make them even matter? I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But um, that's all for NFL. I don't really care about anything else going on with that shit. Um, do you care about the Pop Hunter allegations? Realize <laughs> uh, apparently he snitched on his friend getting killed when he was 14 years old. And there's been a re- reaction through hip hop. Uh, he did a song with Lil Uzi Vert, and now Lil Uzi Vert wants to be taken off the song and wants to take it down. I think it did get taken down. He's being so called blackballed by the industry for snitching when he was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Yeah, he mentioned how he might stop rapping too because okay, is it, I guess his shit is all fucked up, but. I don't, I, th- I think it's hilarious, man. It, it it show you what people morals are, or what's the l- final straw. Like nobody, like people will still listen to R. Kelly. Which uh, I'm not bashing nobody who listen to R. Kelly, but people would do songs with certain people. They will fuck with pedophiles. They do all this other shit. But this dude's snitching at 14 because one of his friends got killed right in front of him. That's the final straw. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. I think it's I think people are a little strange with the whole snitching thing, man. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Like it, it's the whole thing. Well, I'm I'm two ways about it because I feel like if you portray yourself in a certain way, and if you you know your raps are about a certain thing, then you should 
in theory, abide by that. And if you're a guy who broke the street code, maybe you shouldn't be a gangster rapper. Like yeah. Maybe you should switch up the content a little bit and, and not have people expect you to live up to this persona, which you apparently don't. But I mean, the whole rap game fake anyway, so I don't really that, care. That's the other part I don't get because you got people, you got Ja Rule who was sitting there showing, or him and her guys showing 50 Cent snitching papers. Yep. And like... Like we talked about this a bunch of times. When you the hottest in the game at that moment, people do not give a shit, man. They don't. They yeah, they're gonna keep rolling with the hot hand. They 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 gonna keep doing songs with you and all this other shit. But unfortunately, he not in that situation. If 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 he was let's say he was maybe hot like the baby or something, mm-hmm. people wouldn't give a shit, man. They still no. want that feature and all that, but now they trying to black or they saying they would never do a song. Like he was fourteen. Like was he even in the streets at fourteen? <laughs> like was he fucking hooping or something? Like, like what was he doing at fourteen <laughs> at that point? So I I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's, that's that crazy. I agree. That's this shit's corny, man. And we could have a whole podcast about you know this fucking the white hit the critical shit in this so called street culture that black people are proud of for some reason when it's like fucking the most degenerate dangerous shit to be preaching and trying to abide by but i agree with you man it, it was goofy Lil uzi vert was goofy for that like he was in the streets like that ever yeah you know this nigga like five three yeah <laughs> at, at 14 man like come yeah. on now <laughs> he he want he want to be marilyn manson man he ain't worried about the street shit like that i thought that was pretty goofy but yeah. whatever i mean <laughs> it is what it is yeah. uh oh yeah so versus is coming back Apparently, they are doing it the old way um, due to COVID. You know, the Keisha Cole and the Shanti uh, versus got canceled. And now they're doing it again where it's people in their own homes or remote locations. They're not doing the whole meetup thing anymore, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I did think the uh, announcement of UGK versus 8-Ball MG- MJG was interesting. Mm. Uh what is eight ball and MJG gonna play that's gonna match up to like even half the discography? Like that's a bad matchup to me. What do you think about this, man? Maybe your your view on eight ball and MJG is different uh, than mine. I could I, I like them as a group, yeah. but I think this is a very unfair matchup uh, and kind of disrespectful to UGK and Bum B. But what do you think about this matchup, man? I yeah, I kind of agree with you. I'm not. I I know a few eight ball songs, but. I'm not well enough where I'm like, I'm going to know every song they play. But I think it should have been more Houston, man. Like, I think it should be a Houston versus, like, the popular one would probably be like a Bun B versus like a, a some type of, maybe like a Paul Wall or Slim, like the, the high tier Houston artists. Yeah. That, that been, you know, you know, national. I, I think it should have been something like that. I, that's the one. That's one of the reasons I don't like the the matchup. I think it could have been something like that. Hopefully, that maybe they will do like a a, a a Paul Wall and a Chameleon there, or not Chameleon there, but a Paul Wall or a Lil Flip or something like that. But I just think with Bun B, I think it should have been uh verse uh with somebody uh, uh, a Houston a bit time Houston artist. Bun B versus Big Boy would have been much better to me. Mm. And I, I guess oh, that Big would Boy, make sense. yeah, 
Yeah, like UGK is too big for A Ball MJG, man. I know they're big in Memphis and I know they got a few hit songs, but UGK is like they are much bigger and their their cuts are deeper in terms of the album cuts they got, the classic songs they have. And I know I'm biased because I'm from Houston, but you can't tell me Memphis uh regards eight ball and MJG the same way that Houston regards UGK. I just don't think that's true. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably still watch it, but I'm not a fan of that whole matchup, man. Yeah. The other reason I don't want this to happen either is I don't want to see. I don't want to go back to the Instagram ways, or showing it on different locations like that. Yeah. Like not with this one. Like at least wait till y'all get back together to you know do something like this. Like don't wait till you want to represent the South or the Houston shit. To go back to the Instagram stories or the Instagram yeah. live, like nah, like if 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 y'all, I mean, if y'all want to propose postpone this because of COVID, like don't do none, like like don't shortchange nobody, like they been they been on the road, man. They had the E forty one with yeah. the nice background and all this other stuff. Like don't don't shortchange um, UGK. Did you watch the E forty and two short battle? I did. I did. I was. How did you was, think of it? I was damn near dying, but I, I actually watched that. Oh uh, damn! <laughs> yeah, that was the day I was sick. So I, I think after the battle, I ended up going to the ER. But uh, I thought it was pretty cool. It was good to see that. But I wasn't too familiar with the Bay the Bay Area music, but um, I did. I, I was familiar with a lot of Too Short shit. But it was really entertaining, man. Like it kind of made me want to go to the bay to party. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah. They they music was definitely different, but I I kind of enjoyed it. I kind of walked away like, damn. Like let me check out a little more E forty. Not too much, but a little more E forty. A little more too short. Yeah, I actually ended up liking that one too, man. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. I, I watched the replay on YouTube. Um, some of it. It was it was long as fuck, man. It felt yeah. longer than most of them. Yeah, but it was, it was actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, man. I kept going in and out. Like so, I, I would look at some of it, and then mm-hmm. I you know log off, and then I check back in on it and log off. So I was kind of in and out of it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was cool for what it was, man. And like I said, it, it proves why these verses are better when it's people who are actually friends in real life and at least know each other yeah. and can, Have you know, so. Yep. Exactly. The, there's a, they're way better than getting people who don't like each other or are basically strangers. Yeah. So, yeah, and it was cool, man. Yeah, and pl- I think this is, that was another reason why you got to keep it in person. Because you won't get those type of moments on the Instagram live. I think it's that's gonna, true. I think it's gonna be a bit of a snooze fest, especially when everybody out and about anyway. But I think it'd be a snooze fest. You you ain't gonna get nothing too funny from uh, Keisha Cole and um, Ashanti. Maybe a little shade or something like that. But it, it's I think it's gonna be a little boring. I, I'd rather see that in person. Yeah, I agree, but I'd rather not even see it at all. It seems like a boring matchup to me, but really? who knows? I've been, yeah, I'm not really a fan of either of them. Like, Kish Cole got better songs, I feel, but yeah. I don't know. I don't I, think a lot of Ashanti's music has really aged well either. So, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of people now, because they canceled, they post, they postponed this matchup, and but I don't think they know when they're going to 
do it again. But this is the mm-hmm. second time. The first time because Ashanti got COVID. But yeah, I, do you? A lot of people feel like Ashanti is ducking, <laughs> ducking the matchup. <laughs> I mean, she agreed to it already. So if she didn't want to do it, she could just pull out and say, "I don't want to do it no but, more." But that would make her look super bad, though. <laughs> I mean, does it really matter? I think. Like why 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 would you sign agree to do it and then not do it? That's my thing. If you just say there's people, plenty of people who we're never gonna see on verses. Jay Z ain't never gonna do it. Nas probably ain't never gonna do it, and they just don't want to do it. So if she didn't want to do it, I'm sure she could have just no, said refused I, it in the beginning. No, I think she wanted to do it, but I think she realized Keisha might have a lot of mo- a lot more music or better music. She don't, she probably rather go against somebody else, I think. But you can't you can't really admit that <laughs> like that. I just don't see anybody ducking because number one, Ashanti is not really a factor musically anymore. She don't really have a reputation to defend, really. Like, and number two, it's like it's not it's never presented as a real competition, really. You know, it's always more about the vibe people having fun and the fans, they debate who won or lost. And usually you get mixed results based on who they like more. So it's not like it's going to be a scoring panel there who are going to say, Oh, Keisha Cole got this one. You know, it's just going to be her. The versus (laughs) is the easiest money an artist can make. Let's be real. You're not even doing a real performance. You're just sitting there while your music gets played but you know these artists got egos, man. They don't want to get on the internet and they getting slaughtered like, oh, Ashanti got washed. Because you know it's a bunch of that on social media. We we see it all. We see it with the Jeezy, Gucci. We see it with everybody. Yeah. Uh, artists, I, I, I still think they got a lot of pride. They don't want to. If, if they feel like the better artist, but they got in the back of their mind that, hey, she might, she got some better music than me. They don't want to take that embarrassment. Like it don't matter how long she been out the game. Like she don't want. She don't want to take that embarrassment. I just I like what you're saying is possible, but I just don't see like why would Ashanti? If Ashanti views herself as that, then she is you know kind of delusional. You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't think she's by any means an R&B legend. She had some good hits in the 2000s. She had a few. She had a little run. But she is by no means a legend in the game to me. So I feel like if you could make a quick 50K or whatever the fuck you're getting for this shit, like I doubt she's even on the Internet every day anyway. You know, whatever she pop up, she usually half naked and niggas all thirsty over her. So just put up. A, all she got to do is put up another bikini pic and she'll be good, man. No, they, I, I just I think they be on the Internet, man. I, I, they might not post as much, but I think they see what's being said about them. Uh, you would be surprised a lot of people that search their names just to see no, what, that's true. what's going on. But, um, I, yeah, like I said, an artist is an artist, man. They got that pride. And um, she she probably want to do, do a versus, but she probably don't want to do it against her because of, you know, what might happen. That's like that's like if you was facing somebody, let's say you, 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 you wanted to do some type of contest where you face somebody, uh, some type of, I can't think of an example, but you you go you end up going against somebody that you know is probably better, <laughs> that got more of a catalog than you. You like, uh, like I don't like I don't want to I don't want to get served like this. Like put me uh, put me up against somebody that's 
towards my level, maybe, or somebody but, I could possibly beat. I think I think I think these artists are kind of like that. I get what you're saying, and I agree, but. I have to assume that when Ashanti agreed to the verses, she knew she was going up against uh, Keisha Cole. Like she knew that when she signed off to do it. So ducking at this point makes no, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen eventually, but ducking at this point just makes no sense to me because you knew you were going against her when you signed the papers or whatever the fuck you signed to do it. Yeah. It's just just a lot of excuses, man. The, the, The COVID, you can't really blame the COVID. Yeah, but they don't even know why this one was canceled or rescheduled. <laughs> like they could have did this on the on the um on the on the Instagram. So I I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed, and the other thing, Keisha really want to do it. She really mm-hmm. wanted. She she leaving the um the side eye emojis and all that shit. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe she didn't think Keisha Cole would be so sassy about it. Maybe now she's getting bad vibes on it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I just well, want to throw that out there, though. I, I'm not it's, saying it's true, but... It's possible, man. I don't know. I just feel like it makes no sense to back out when you already agreed to do it. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. Man, I think it's going to happen eventually, but... Yeah. Maybe, it'd be a, maybe it's a back out to go against somebody else. Like a uh, what was who was the first one or oh, one of the first ones? Um, uh, Scott Storch, because I think he had a battle with somebody else, but they mm-hmm. somehow they put it put him against Manny Fresh. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah, because he I forgot who the producer was, but he was gonna get he was probably gonna get his ass washed too, but he agreed real quick to the Manny Fresh one. Yeah, I'm, I remember that. I forgot who he was supposed to go against, but yeah, yeah. Who knows, man? I'm not saying you're wrong. You could be right. It just yeah. makes no sense to me if she was doing that, but yeah. could be, man. People petty like that, so mm-hmm. who knows? <laughs> uh, is there anything else, man? I think that basically covers all the major things that have happened. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh. Sh- oh, what you about to say? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go I ahead. was just going to give a shout out to Erica Banks. She ain't the, um, She got a record deal with Warner. Oh, nice! Yeah, so shout out to her. She, um, her, um, I don't know if you know this, but her song is blowing up like crazy. That busted challenge. Yeah, I got the busted challenge. That's yeah, all. I've seen that. That's a great challenge to watch on social media. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah it, it blew up on TikTok. So yeah, yeah. Sh- shout out to her. I, I've been I've been screaming her name from the beginning. <laughs> Once I found out who she was, I'm like, oh, watch out for her. So I'm I'm actually proud. It's good to see. Or, you know, ain't a deal with a regular. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where she is at this, uh, at the end of the year compared to Meg Thee Stallion. And I know people know why you got to crew, why you got to compare the two female yeah. artists? Because yeah. it's hip hop, bitch. We, that's what we do. <laughs> we compare people. And yeah. it'll be interesting, man. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mentioned just, I, I think I told you all this. Just keep an eye on her. Just see how, yeah. how this works out. You know, because yep. because shit, fifteen oh one seemed like the place to go. They mm. they actually they actually um yeah like they it was the whole debate of you know did did they really help Meg or you know she already had the talent and the raps and all this other stuff. So I said let's let's just see what they do with Erica Banks. Let's see how far it goes. <laughs> I heard motherfuckers saying they Meg made they made Meg. 
Got him like, oh, that shit don't work with uh, Hove. Oh, <laughs> like, the verse don't work. Yeah. I heard motherfuckers saying yeah, they, they made, made Hove. Hove. Made Hove say, say okay, okay, so make another Hove. Yeah. It don't work with Meg. Meg don't rhyme like that, but Motherfuckers saying they made Meg. <laughs> so Meg say, make another one. I don't know. Yeah, it don't, it don't rhyme so, no more. So they made Meg say, whoa, make another Meg. <laughs> It'll be funny if she sampled that line for the next album, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, congratulations to Erica Banks. That's dope to hear. I didn't even know that, so good to hear mm, that. Yeah. Um, I did end up watching Tenet finally. Uh oh, dog. That movie was so. Like, I'm so glad I didn't risk COVID <laughs> to go see that bullshit ass movie, man. That movie was fucking awful. Did I tell you like, I saw that movie? Or you did? Yeah, I saw it too. I, I, no, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I thought I gave. I, I'm tripping, man. I had COVID, so I I don't remember, but. <laughs> I don't think we talked about this. Yeah, no. yeah, we could talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it real quick. That movie, I was very disappointed, and I'm so glad I didn't go because I was really thinking about risking going to a theater because theater's been open here for a while. I was thinking about going to a theater to watch Tenet because I was very excited. I like Christopher Nolan's movies for the most part. He kind of fell off recently, but I, I, I liked his movies. John David Washington, Denzel's son, in a great starring role in the action film. Mm-hmm. Movie sucked, man. It was <laughs> bad in ways that I my I have a friend who liked it a lot, but I had to explain to him like it was a movie for fucking nerds. You know, it's a movie that's good when you look up the YouTube explanations and you watch it three times to know what happened. And I like those movies. I like the movies where you had to watch it, you know, a couple times to you know, pick Get up on everything. some certain things. Yeah. yeah. But to the mo- for a movie to make no sense at all when you first watch it and you leave the theater just confused as fuck as to what even happened and you got to, nah, that's not a good movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was bad, man. It was so bad to me. I couldn't even finish it. I never finished it. <laughs> like, it was so, it, it was it was bad. Like, I didn't understand what was going on. It was too confusing. I, I man, I wasn't feeling it, man. It took it took a little too long to get to the action to me. Yes, like I know the little the first part was a little, you know, the shooting, the, the it was in the theater or whatever. But it took a little too long for John David Washington to start fucking people up, mm-hmm. and it, it was just too confusing to me, man. I, I yeah, I cut it off. My wife got irritated. <laughs> so I was just like, man, like nah, I can't. I'm in and out of the movie. I'm like, nah, I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to sit there and pay directly attention to the movie <laughs> and to understand it. So Yeah. Yeah, I I wasn't feeling it, man. And I will say I think there were some good ideas in the movie. Like the like if you watch I don't know how far you got, but there's a point in the movie where it's like you see the same scenes happen again. But you realize, oh, okay, this motherfucker was moving back in time. So you see the same scene with a different context. And it's like, oh, okay, now Mm -hmm. I get what happened. Because I was confused when I first saw it. But they kind of revisit the whole thing. And it's like, okay, now I kind of get what happened. But, like, the movie just wasn't good, man. The the action was okay. But the, the characters sucked. The plot sucked. John David Washington, I got to say, man, he's not a good actor. Really? Dog. He was terrible, man. And I was rude. I was rude for him, dog. I was like, finally, we got a new American black actor 
son of royalty in Denzel. <laughs> Denzel's son can't be a whack actor, right? No, he, Dog, he was he, bad in that movie. Yeah, this it's just this movie, man. I, I, ain't gonna... I don't know. Because I saw that trailer was in Daya, and that looks bad too, man. <laughs> <laughs> He was pretty good in um what's the what's the movie? I haven't uh, uh, Black Klansman. Black yeah, I wasn't even gonna say that one, but he was cool in that, and he was cool in the uh, the Ballers um TV show. He was cool in that. That dog is Ballers, man. It, Come nah, on, he now, was cool. man. It, it, the it, best actor in Ballers is The Rock. Of course, he's gonna look good next time. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying he he did his thing in that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, nah. We we can't give him the bad actor um <laughs> award yet. Uh, I, okay, I'm not gonna say he is a bad actor, but I don't think he's good enough to be a leading actor. Mm. You know, I don't That's think and, and people say, Oh, you're comparing him against Denzel, which is unfair. I don't think he would even get these kind of roles unless he was Denzel's son. Mm. You know, that gave him the name you know, power. It took Denzel a long time to get where he eventually got. Yeah. You know, it wasn't instant for him. And John David Washington, I know he's like in his upper 30s, but it feels like he just started acting seriously and he's already getting lead roles in blockbuster films. And it's like, I don't feel like he's put in the work. I know he works hard. He did a lot of training for Tenet, but acting ability is just not there, man. That's fair. Like, that's fair to say. That's fair. Be- yeah, that's fair to say. Because if he wasn't his son, he probably wouldn't have been cat or had a bit part in this movie. Yeah. So that's that's fair. So, and I, I, one thing I liked about Tenet, I like Robert Pattinson. You know, I yeah. thought he did a good job. And that's the biggest takeaway because he's going to be the next Batman and the next Batman movie. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the new Batman because he was good in this one. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, you know, everybody knew him for Twilight, which I never saw or liked, but this movie proved that he can be like like he's legit as an actor. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to the new Batman, but yeah, Tenant, don't waste your time unless you're into really weird movies. You got to uh, watch an hour-long YouTube video to understand after you see it. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> very very underwhelming, but decent ideas in it, but it was just underwhelming overall. So, yeah. Did you yeah. Uh, did you see Wonder Woman? No, I heard it sucks. Yeah, did you see it? I seen it. It was to me it wasn't that bad. It it wasn't too bad to me. A lot of people I I would love to hear somebody jump on jump on with us and say why it was bad because I I didn't think it was too bad. It was long. It was, to me the movie was long as hell, but it wasn't too bad. It, it, of course, it had its moments. To me, seeing Wonder Woman run is hilarious. That shit, <laughs> that shit looks so stupid. <laughs> but outside of that, I don't. I, I I think the I thought the writing was all right. It was cool. <laughs> I've heard mixed things, man. I've heard some people say it was okay. I've heard some people say they liked it. I heard some people say it was the worst movie they've seen all year. Yeah. So it seems very divisive. I might watch it if I have time, man. And I probably do have time. I just don't want to watch. <laughs> movies are too fucking long. That's a sidebar, yeah. man. Movies are too fucking long now, man. Like, I watched The Prestige a couple days ago, which is another Christopher Nolan movie. And I thought that was a great movie. And it was an hour and 30 minutes long. And I felt like <laughs> it was a great use of time to watch that for an hour. Dog, yeah. Every movie you watch now it's is like two thirty. 
243 hours sometimes. Mm -hmm. And when I was growing up, the only long movies were like Lord of the Rings, Titanic. Yeah, Titanic and Scarface, Godfather. Roots was a TV show, but yeah. Uh, Yeah, Godfather. Like these movies were like epics, and that's why they were so long. But every movie now is two hours plus. It don't need to be this long anymore, man. Can we go back? Yeah, you go back to VHS, maybe. Maybe that's a problem because it shit had to fit on VHS. Yeah, you can have a two-hour, thirty-minute movie on one VHS. Yes. Yeah, you see, that's why Titanic had the two VHS. <laughs> <laughs> and niggas yeah. used to only watch the second VHS because that was all the action. <laughs> now niggas just. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck you turn on a movie halfway through? <laughs> See the boat action. sink? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to sit here and watch some nigga chase some rich girl. Oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. Let's get to the good part. <laughs> that's funny as shit, man. Imagine the first person to watch Titanic. They only watch the second half of yeah. it because they want to see the boat sink. That's funny as shit. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, movies movies are too fucking long, man. I don't need Avengers to be four hours long. I don't need to be action movies to be fucking two hours and twenty minutes. Can we go back to an hour thirty max for an action movie? I don't. Yeah. I don't need all this plot yeah. in a fucking superhero <laughs> movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Uh, <sighs> what else did you? Did you watch? I know you ain't probably watched unless you you got some nieces and nephews. Did you watch the movie Soul? It was funny because I was watching Tenet. My mom and my sister watched Soul, but I was watching Tenet on my laptop. So I was watching it like in the background, but I was mainly focused on Tenet when I was watching. But I feel like I probably should have watched Soul instead. (laughs) You probably, shit, I enjoyed that more than uh, Tenet. But honestly, yeah, me me and the wife watched that. I thought it was all right. A lot of people were saying, bro, a tear to my eye, and this was so amazing and all this other stuff. I thought it was all right, but I don't think I'll go back to it, man. To, to me, it was to, to me it was a little too it was a little too confusing for a kids movie. And I, I, uh, somebody hit me up like, oh, that's that movie technically isn't for kids. No, it's a kids movie. Mm-hmm. Like a kid should be able to sit and watch it and understand it. Like I was confused through most of it, but I don't know. It was, it was cool, man. It was good to see like the Jamie Foxx in and then the black characters and all that stuff. You know, I'm not hating on that part, but the actual movie, I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's a classic. I think shit. I think the movie Inside Out is better than that. Yeah, I have heard that about Soul. I've heard people say it's not really for kids. But it's animated like a fucking kids cartoon movie, so you would expect it to be more for kids. But I've heard it's more like geared towards adults. Um, I do have a friend who turned militant after watching this movie too. Like he got very upset by the plot. Um, he didn't like the fact that a white woman like got took over the black man's body. He said there was a lot of suspect shit in the movie. And he said, uh, uh, why niggas always got to be animals? Because remember, Princess and the Frog, the princess turned into a frog. This movie is about black people and a nigga got turned into a cat. Yeah. So 
Yeah, people are bringing that up too. Like, why the black characters all got to be animals and weird <laughs> things? So yeah, I wasn't that I've heard, into it, but yeah, I've like heard that. militants get upset about this movie. So I don't know, man. But yeah, I don't know if I'll watch it. My friend is trying to get me to watch it so I can go in on him about the conspiracy theories, but I don't really feel like it. But yeah, I, yeah, I've heard I, mixed things about it. Yeah, the other part I had a problem with is I, f- I felt like they should have stuck. With, I don't want to give up the movie, but. I felt like it was. I get, I get. I don't know where he was at. This is the confusing part about it. Like I don't know where the guy was at. I don't know if he went to heaven or something or what. But I felt like they should have had more interaction on Earth as like a black man and black. You know, they should have shown way more than they did because if you look at the if you look at the trailer, it looked like it's just a straight up black animated movie. So you're gonna see a lot of black people. It, it's it seemed like it was just a couple moments of it. That that's the part I have a, had a problem with. It seemed like they spent most of the movie like in the heaven place or wherever the place was. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like they sp- spent most of that time there and not actually you know in the real world. <laughs> I hate when we get the bait and switch for black things. Like I remember when uh, the game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out. And all the trailers was like, like it looked like some hood shit. Like you was gonna yeah. spend the entire game doing gang shit in the hood. Yeah. And I played the game, and like after a couple hours, you leave the hood and don't come back, and yeah. you on like a regular ass, you know, uh, a corporate espionage and type. You know, it went yeah. to turn to like a regular ass Grand Theft Auto game where I was like, I thought it was gonna be like some hood shit the entire time. Yeah, and I was very, very small part of it. So yeah. I hate the bait and switch, man. I don't like that either. I don't like when they play us like that. But yeah, um, whatever. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. Have you um Have you heard of the show Your Honor on Showtime? Uh, no. Nah. Who's in that? Um, the uh, I forgot his real name, but Walter White from um. Oh Breaking yeah, Bad. Brian Cranston. Yeah, he's in it. Um, the uh the black guy from The Wire, uh, the she. Okay. He's in it. No, Clay but, Davis. Clay Davis. Yep. That's not his. That's not his real name. His, that's his the real name. Yeah. I think it's something Whitlock. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Isaiah Whitlock. That's his name. But he's in it. But um, man, that's that's to me. That was the show of last year. The show of the year last year and this year. That show was good, man. I'll yeah. check it out, man. I like that guy. Yeah, it's pretty much about. Uh, I, I'm not giving up the uh, move or the show, but it's pretty much about a, a judge who is played by um, Walter White. And his son get into a situation. Um, he, yeah, his son get into a situation where um, he pretty much kills the the. Uh, 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 he hit a boy that was riding a bike, and, uh, and that boy got ki- uh, end up dying, and find out this kid is uh, related to one of the biggest crime families in the in New Orleans. Oh shit. Yeah, so he have to deal with that. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. But it's it's really good, and he he really in his Walter White bag too. <laughs> so I'll I, check it out, man. I'm a fan yeah. of Brian Cranston, so I'll check that movie out. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, it's actually a TV show. TV, I mean, yeah, yeah, TV, TV show, show on yeah. Showtime. Yeah, if you yeah. got Showtime, man, check that out ASAP. It's I'll good. check that out, man. I'm gonna mm-hmm. Check that out. 
Um, did anything else come out that we we got to ask about power when Jasmine gets back? I haven't yeah. been watching. I that actually shit. watched. I actually watched it. <laughs> Doug, you you are okay. We, yeah. we gotta we gotta sell this, man. You are you are back on power, dog. You yeah. said you weren't gonna watch the show this yeah. year. You said you was done with it, nigga. You've been watching it every week. <laughs> you addicted, man. No, you, you I got... actually um got in on it like towards I want to say towards the middle of the season. And I just kind of, I'm like, let me see what this is about. And I just mm. kind of been binging it. They got but, you, man. They got yeah, you. Yeah. 50 got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> he been he been advertising for this damn um his show, the Canaan show. Raising Canaan. Yeah. yeah. That looks stupid, but whatever. Yeah. He, yeah, but it's uh, still a lot of bad acting. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will say this, though, man. I, I got to get to do uh, his, uh, Tariq, Michael Rainey Jr. I got to give him some credit, man, because he been holding the show down on his own. Oh, damn. <laughs> like, he, he been doing his thing. I will say that. I, I got to give him credit where it's due. And I ain't think he would. I, I wasn't interested in seeing the show about him, but he definitely been holding it down. <laughs> As the uh, as the main guy, well, that's good. I mean, especially since they built the whole show around him, like that's good that he could actually act now. So yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, Mar- I've been Mar- down on power. Mar- you know yeah, that. Yeah, Mar- <laughs> to me, Mary J. Blige is not good. She she way too New York for me, man. I I know they in New York, but she like extra, she like super extra with it. I just I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm not really feeling her in the, in the show, and some of the other actors is I don't know. Is the the writing? I will say this: the writing was better. It That's was, good. It was better, but to me, the, it's just the acting is not good. It's it's on some hood movie acting type shit to me, <laughs> where the gangster is too gangster. <laughs> mm-hmm. That that's that's the one thing I hate. Like when when you playing a gangster, you ain't gotta be too gangster. Yeah, you know what I mean, you ain't got to like smack a nigga across the face the, or something. The stereotypical. Yeah, that's yeah, see, that's what I liked about the um, first couple seasons of Power. Like they had Lobos who was a gay drug dealer. Yes, and they was fucking terrified of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was he would he was acting like um who uh, who was what was the guy named that played the Joker um that passed. You talking about a Heath Ledger? Yeah, like you know how weird he would act. <laughs> yeah, Trace, that's how he would act a little bit. Like he was a good villain, man. Yeah, as a yeah, that's how Lobos was acting as a gay drug dealer. And to me, I thought that was fucking brilliant because you usually don't see that type of shit in these type of shows. But I don't, don't want to see no gangster ass drug dealer where they <laughs> they shoot a nigga in the back of the head or something, and you know, just fucking women all day long, like. Uh, like I, I thought Lobos was the perfect drug dealer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm glad the writing has improved at least a little bit. Like I, I want the best for power, man. People <laughs> still watch the show. I don't want black black TV to be bad, but I just can't go back to it, man. That, that shit got too terrible for me. But yeah. I'm glad it's doing good, better for the people who are still invested yeah. in it. So there's that. <laughs> uh. I think that about covers everything. I can't think of anything else I saw that I feel like talking about. Um, yeah, fuck it. Let's wrap this thing up, man. It's been long enough. Look at that Nita Baker rolling in. 
All right, all right. New year, new song I for, know, the, man. for the end. I yeah. like it. You could play. So of course, you could play any Anita Baker anytime, man. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I wonder if she'll do a versus. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think she will. Yeah, I don't think so. But anyway, regardless, we like to thank everybody who listens to the podcast. Shout out to Jasmine doing the work in the background as well you know she got a lot of things we got we got a lot planned for 2021 knock on some damn wood i don't want to jinx it but we have a lot planned for y'all uh we anticipate this to be a big year for us um so keep keep it locked in man a lot of shit going on but it's always gonna be good we gonna try to make it good yes and we got some more guests hopefully lined up for the near future uh, think he got any more shout outs, man? Nah, man. Shout out to the people, man. Y'all been supporting us all last year, man. We're yes. gonna try to make make this podcast even better, man. We got more guests lined up, hopefully. <laughs> but we gonna have a great year, man. Like this pandemic ain't slowing us down at all. So yes, for sure, yeah, for sure. Shout out to y'all for you know keep um keep rocking with us and everything. Um, what else I was about to say I forgot what I was about to say but yeah yeah shout out to the listeners happy new year hope everything is good on y'all in as well stay prosperous um, I, need, I need some kind of like catchy black line to say at the fucking end yeah. uh, rest in power or some shit like that I don't know yeah, uh, be stay blessed. prosperous yeah. black folk yeah be blessed <laughs> something like that I'll think of something but anyway thank y'all for listening and we'll be back at it next week for a full on. I ain't gonna tease. We ain't gonna tease shit at the fucking end yeah. of the podcast no more, man. You just gotta tune in and see what we gonna have in store. We might have Drake next week. We mm-hmm. mob ties, by the way. Yeah. So we might have anybody. You just gotta stay locked in and find out. <laughs> but anyway, my boy Figgy and for also the lovely Jasmine working in the background doing a thing. This is the Jim the Juice Podcast 2021, and we are out. <laughs>